probably be like a bunch of different subjects, uh, like sports or current events, like you guys. Oh, so, so what you're saying is, we're basically your your heroes. In a sense. Yeah, you're, you're my idol, guys. You guys are definitely my idol. Well, I mean, you're the first person to openly say it. We're uh, <laughs> we're glad to have you on board. Yeah. Sleeve for you, oh, I think, okay, is what okay. it was. Where she was walking around with a, for some reason, a yeah, python, python or whatever yeah. Yeah. around her neck. So that's uh, that's Abby to yeah. you right now. Yep. Oh. You're just a couple of hip sways away from making teenage boys swoon <laughs> around the world, Steve. Here's what I've had to eat today. The top of a blueberry muffin. Well, you don't want... The, listen, the bottom's where all the dirt is. Yeah. So I get it. Yeah. Leave that Leave that for mm-hmm. the rats. And uh, that's it. Hey. <laughs> yeah. All right. You're in a carb, cu- carb cutting mode. Right. Yeah. Getting that beach bod ready for <laughs> yeah. Saturday afternoon. Yeah, I gotta- That was before I went on my honeymoon in Jamaica, and I still miss it a lot. Just, just saying. Still thinking about it. <laughs> still thinking about it every day. Every day when I wake up, I'm like, ah, oh, this is not the beach. I don't we, feel humidity already. We just got to the episode of The Office that you had referenced to. Oh yeah, where uh, now, Michael? Where are now are you? You're doing the whole. You're binging. I've seen it all. Um, but where Katie are you watching, watching it? Netflix. Netflix has all of the seasons. Why is it that I? I checked there a couple of weeks ago, hmm. and I couldn't couldn't find them. It's definitely on there. Huh. Um, okay, so good. that's good to know. I thought about you fondly last night when we were watching the Jamaica episode, and yep. Michael returned to the office with a single bead, single bead in his yep. hair, and, and then when he just had everybody in the in his office or around, and he just kept playing the "I'm feeling hot, 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 hot. on his drum." <laughs> I thought stupid, about you, maybe stupid steel drum. I thought about the equivalent of that, Steve, and tell me if I'm onto anything here of when you returned to work this past week. Yeah. How, like, every conversation you just casually slipped in, <laughs> how you were at Sandals in Jamaica. Sandals, Jamaica, yeah. So, free beer, hot wings, whatever, t- telling a story about their kids. Well, you know, I uh, you know I didn't see many kids when I was done in Sandals in Jamaica, but... Oh, hey! hey. That's going to restart. That's All right. Gonna, uh, right, let's just do it again. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, but it, it would be, yeah, like uh, Free Beer said, hey, uh, Steve, do you have the commercial logs for this week? And I would say, you know, in Sandals, Jamaica, there is no word for commercial logs. <laughs> you know, in, in, in Sandals, Jamaica, they don't even have commercials. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So you, where you didn't wear your, your novelty T-shirt you no doubt bought from <laughs> the, the gift shop that just has or, the Sandals logo. Or my hat with Bob Marley dreads right. hanging out the yeah. back of it. Yeah, you're not the big Rasta guy now walking no. around. No, not so much. Not so you're so telling much. me that hasn't been you around around the office telling people nonstop about sandals in Jamaica. Well, I I definitely talked about it a bunch because a lot of people asked about it um, just after seeing pictures posted on right, right. Facebook and everything. But uh, yeah, for the most part, I'm, I'm I try not to I try not to be that guy. I'm sure I have at some point, but yeah, because well, people I know I have with a net, (laughs) definitely right. Well, I think it's probably hard too. You know, people ask about, hey, how was your holidays? Whatever. Well, let me tell you. Well, you you ever heard my holidays in Sandals, Jamaica? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I I don't know if you ever heard of it. It's on all the commercials. Yeah, 
But uh, yeah, we went to you the know, resort. Yeah, the commercial with the the people running hand in hand yeah. down a beach. Yeah. into the surf. Yeah, yeah, that was us. Well, that was those people looked like it was about nine thirty at night. <laughs> yeah. So you're, that wasn't quite you guys. Yeah. Yours was in bed yeah. by then. Yeah, we but, did a very uh, very reasonable like four in the afternoon. Sure, uh, your, dinner. Your, your beach jogs were more located towards 3 to 5 p.m. Yeah, is what you're exactly, saying. Exactly. A sensible time. Right. Good. Sensible time. Good it's good. the Stephen Kyle Podcast, Sunday, January 14th, 2018, the year of our Lord. And uh, we're back here for another episode in the, the cold, very, very cold weather Ugh. here in West Michigan. It's snowing again as we speak. Uh, I noticed on, had the news on this morning, and they had the little uh, like seven-day forecast, 100% chance of snow tomorrow, so... Safe to say, we're getting some snow tomorrow. Oh, man. I can't. I'm dying still. Uh, I've been mm-hmm. somehow... We ha- haven't missed an episode, but I've been battling this illness for since December 27 now. Mm. And we're on January 14th this morning, yep. where I cough and uh, a lot of things mixed in with the home life right now that are making sleep a little bit uh, unpleasant and different. So yeah. I can't kick this. So if you hear a coughing outburst... That, that's there's probably a good chance that one of those is going to happen. Yeah, a lot of the times, um, like we make notes as we're recording the right. episode. So, like you'll make a note of something, uh, the strange occurrence where something something funny happens. Right, right. Um, so we can go back and use that audio later. Um, a lot of times, I'll I'll just make notes so I know uh, what we talked about. But I'll also make notes whenever one of us has like a coughing outburst. I know last year there was one time where it, it I was sick. Yeah, and it was like. Impossible. I think like 17 times throughout the episode. So what I do then is after we're done recording, I go back and I kind of clean it up a little bit so it doesn't sound right that bad. But That's our editing budget. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't do it. We when we send it to post. Right. At uh, like, we send that out to the studio with general time yeah. markers. They what's, clean it what's all the up. Post production plate, like the Imagineers or whatever. Like the oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I send it down to Disney and they do. Yep, yeah, that's our. Uh, we're right on schedule. <laughs> yeah, we're we're like we're on their A client list, mm-hmm. so yeah. we we get priority over there. So right, um, yeah, those are bound to happen. I I had a coughing fit. I want to say Thursday morning in the morning before work that. Uh, was probably one cough away from me throwing up. Oh, that's the worst. That Have you ever done that, though? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've done, yeah. That. I've done that before, too, where you cough so hard that you actually puke. It's crazy. It makes you feel so pathetic. Too. I know. Be- like, really? Yeah. I'm just coughing. I didn't drink too much. I didn't do anything no, weird. No, I did I'm nothing. I did nothing I can't cool. stop. Yeah, I went to bed at a sensible hour and, yeah. like, had a light dinner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's what I threw up. Yeah, it's it's maddening to me, so apologies in advance. Uh, if you hear one of those or if one of them slips through. Yeah. Yeah. So we got, a, like I said, snow falling. Um, some, we, we have a little bit of an update, too. Yeah, because so there's two things. Been, one, one of these things has been going on behind the scenes. We haven't yeah. even talked about it on the podcast, but it's been something Which going one? on Which one uh, with, your, with your paid-for plow oh, service. Oh, really? We haven't talked about that at Not all? Not once. I thought we had. But the other one that needs an immediate update, Steve. Yeah is we talked about you took a video. I want to say this was, was it a month ago? Yeah, because it was before it was, Christmas. Yeah, it was uh, December either. The the incident occurred on either December 7th or 8th. Okay, so we talked about, I'm sure, the following episode yeah. where it looks like a county snowplow while going around your call to Zach mm-hmm. had clipped the driver's side rear of your Jeep. Yes. and Which was parked in the street. 
Yep. And um, kept going. Yeah, it was uh, – so when we moved here in, I don't know, the middle of September, I think we moved in, maybe October. I don't really remember yeah. at this point. Um, brought my Jeep from the old house. And uh, at the old house, it was – we had a one-car garage. So for the summer, the Jeep was in the garage, and our cars were out in the driveway because, uh, I mean, you know, we don't need to park in the garage in the uh, in the summer, even though it's nice. Um, parked the Jeep in there because it's got a – it's got a soft top on it, but every single Jeep ever made leaks in some way possible. Right. Um, so we just kept it in there. When we moved over here, once we got to uh, our new house has a two-car garage, so we both parked in the garage since it was almost fall and now you know officially, officially winter at this point. And um, I had just had the Jeep parked on the street in front of the house, which uh, – is not out of the ordinary. Like my neighbor, it's he's not a, illegal. There's nothing yeah. wrong with it. There's a lot no, of people do it. There's no signs anywhere that say no, no street parking. Nothing right. like that. It's not like a Monday, Wednesday, this side, Tuesday, Thursday. It's everything about it is completely right. uh, legal. So we had a. I think it's probably one of the first snowfall. The first snowfall that a plow actually had to come through. So I had I decided okay, I'm I'm finally going to bring it in and put it either on the side of the garage or when we had our, we had a, a fence put up when we first moved in. So that way the dog can go outside and not run away. Right. So when they put up the gate on the one, on the one side, I had them put in a double wide gate. So instead of a regular, like three or four foot wide gate, mm-hmm. it's in, it's like an eight foot wide gate that opens on each side. It's basically right. like barn doors. So you go, you, you no doubt have your remote control, or yell "Open Sesame!" <laughs> yeah. Your double wide, uh, your double wide privacy gate. Yeah, yeah. Iron slowly iron opens, gate, twelve feet tall. Yeah. When in actuality, uh, it's just timed with the uh, the slaves that you pay behind the gate to open yeah, it at that they, time. They have a big wheel yep. that they crank. Yep. Because uh, again, we're in the wealthiest neighborhood in America. <laughs> yeah. In this story, yeah, that's how it works. So, like you said, I uh, I go around to my three foot tall white pvc fence yeah and uh so i i would for a while i had it i actually had it parked in the backyard yeah but before this um i was out it was the day after it was the day that it snowed or the day after it snowed or something and i finally went out to the to the jeep the battery was it wasn't totally dead but low enough where i needed to hook up jumper cables to it from my car and uh so i'm sitting there just letting it letting the battery charge for a few minutes before i tried to start it up just like you know walking around and down at the street like looking at my phone and then i just happen to look up and i look at the back of my uh back of my jeep right next to the tail light like right on the corner and there's this big uh i would say softball size gash yeah in, in the side of the jeep and i'm it like was red right like it, it was like yellowish orange oh okay so i'm looking at it i'm like well i know for a fact that that wasn't there the other day and i uh i'm confused by it so i'm thinking to myself because i had that interaction where we got a we got a kind of passive aggressive letter in our mailbox from our letter the, carrier yeah, from the from the mailman like, uh, well, which that's... by the way the man was just doing his job right. serving this country <laughs> And their need for <laughs> mail yeah. in their mailboxes. Yeah. Uh, thank you for your service protecting the ends of driveways yep. nationwide yep. from sea to shining sea. Yep. Um, so that was my first thought was, I can't believe it. The mail lady 
ran her mail truck into my Jeep. Unbelievable. Well, in this time, in this couple minute span, the mail lady came by. So I was up at the house, but I looked down and I, just from looking at her vehicle, I knew that it was it couldn't have possibly been been her. Okay. At all. Just the like the bumper, like the the shape of the vehicle, you could tell there was nothing size wise. It didn't line up. It didn't. Yeah, the, the they did not match at all. So okay, you're lucky, male lady. You're uh, shake your fist yeah. anyway. Reminder, yeah. you know, steer clear. Yeah, vindication, I guess. Yeah. By the way, I have another bone to pick with her <laughs> based on something that happened um, earlier earlier this week with the male lady. <laughs> yeah. So you are hell bent on trying to find something. <laughs> From this, from this Dude, country serving citizen. Did I tell you about the the delivery where uh, it was a COD? I guess. Did we talk about? Oh that yeah, podcast? yeah. You received a. I don't think it was about. Yeah. I don't think it was tangent. On the podcast. Tangent, by the way. Yeah, but um, you received a gift that um, was that, a little short on shipping. <laughs> well, the person, the person had sent it. They had our old address, so it went there, and then I guess the the person there said. They rejected it, or they sent it back, or whatever, or they tried to deliver it, and they just realized, oh, this person doesn't live here anymore. So it went back to like the sorting facility, and then the next day they delivered it to our new house. But yeah, so the woman came up, knocked on the door, and and that was like, oh, great, thank you. And the woman, the mail lady said, uh, it's seven dollars and eighty cents short, like it's owed. And, what we it's not like we moved a hundred miles we moved yeah four miles or five miles that's such a weird it must be some regulation or like if yeah. a package gets rejected the ad, i don't know which is crazy because it's not like you put in the wrong address sure no you would think that they'd send the uh the the sender right the bill the bill yeah so what would have happened if you rejected it would it have I, just gone back and sat in the middle I, of a uh post office you know, dungeon yeah. of rejected a, items. A black hole. Yeah, a there's black hole. There's like old, you know, two thousand one Dell laptops <laughs> yeah. in this weird warehouse and, and no, then, it'll be those uh the the la- the computers that came in the big cow box. Oh right, yeah, yeah. What what was uh, that? Com- gateway, gateways, gateway. yeah. And then next to that brand new hot gateway is your bucket of popcorn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so uh we had to pay them Seven dollars and eighty cents. I still feel as though that was extortion. Um, it's not my fault. Have the, you thought about sending a letter to the president? Uh, no, no, not yet. The postmaster, maybe. Postmaster, is that still a position? The postmaster general. So is that an appointed position? Yeah. To where, like, okay, is that politically charged? So I is it so. like you have to go through Congress to get appointed? But like, are you going to deliver the mail swiftly and fairly? <laughs> if uh, let's see, if you can guess. The current postmaster general, I will give you one thousand dollars. Oh boy, we're gonna go, Bill James. <laughs> Let's see, Bill James, B I L L J A M E S. Maybe William. Uh, of of that name, you got I think two letters. <laughs> hey, that's a good. That, that's good. Yeah, uh, Megan J. Brennan is the seventy fourth. And the first female postmaster general of the United States, and the chief executive officer of the world's largest postal organization. So, uh, is that she appointed? Is appointed by the governors of the postal service, which so there's a didn't know there was a governor I'm, of the postal service. I'm beginning to see why this loses billions of dollars a year. <laughs> yeah. So now, who appoint? How do you become a governor? 
That's a good question. I'm just That's wondering how I... I'm, I am not going to look up. I just need to know how I work my way up. Now, didn't we speak right, cause to... because you're... you're you're thinking of switching careers and finally, right. finally becoming the living the dream, living the dream, becoming the, the, the postmaster or the uh, the the mail delivery correspondent yeah. that you've always wanted to be. Now, if I remember right, we spoke to somebody on two minutes of awkward conversation, yeah. who was a postal worker. Yeah, I think we need to figure out the line of succession. Like, what needs to happen for him to become a governor? Or I would bet that there's other. There's probably like a like a, a chief representative of your area and then you move on to something else and then some i bet there's like four steps before mm-hmm. the uh the governor this thing is just more complex than the court system and it's all about delivering uh bed bath and beyond coupons yeah yeah i get a lot of them I get a whole it's lot just 20 percent. why do the with the amount of coupons that Bed Bath and Beyond sends out, just reduce the price of everything by twenty right. percent. Save all the shipping. Right. It's, yeah, you'd be you'd come out ahead. Yeah. So all right. it, it should go postmaster general, and then everybody delivering the right. <laughs> you don't need a board of governors or a no. community no. of counselors or maybe, maybe base it on whoever delivers the mail the fastest. Yeah, that's how you get like, promoted. We'll just put a little put a little stopwatch yep. in all the vehicles. And oh, I'd win that. I'd, I'd have all of them rubber banded, and I'd whip them <laughs> like out the door. Yeah, onto the doorstep. Yeah. So, so this whole debacle went down. Uh, I, I, by a court of my own peers, being me, I cleared the uh, the the postal worker from uh, from any wrongdoing, and then I was. Uh, so I I I looked at the evidence that was presented to me. Sure. And I said, well. It's bright yellow slash orange, which is uh, typically the color of a snowplow yeah. or some kind of apparatus on the front of a, a vehicle. Um, I looked at the the you know how when the when the plow goes by, obviously all the snow gets pushed like to the right. Yeah. So there's a point where there's freshly paved area, and then there's like the wall of snow. Well, I followed that wall of snow all the way around the cul-de-sac and wouldn't you know it it ended right at the back of my vehicle yeah. and then you see it kind of veer like to the side jut over to the side yeah so the evidence in front of me uh proved to me beyond a beyond a reasonable doubt yeah or beyond the shadow of a doubt or whatever it is that um a, a plow truck had smashed into my vehicle okay so judge and jury steve yeah. you Guilty. you you let the local post woman off the hook out of the goodness of your heart mm-hmm. you've got a different target in your sights now oh, yeah. and it's the local is that, that's county that's county, county road yeah. county now, road commission yep now this was something for me to learn because my first uh so i pulled out my phone my first phone call was to the uh the township and i said hey i was extremely polite i couldn't have been more polite mm-hmm. i said hi um you know it, it snowed i think that a i think a township uh, vehicle plow truck hit my vehicle because there's obvious damage and blah blah blah. So she said, "Oh, okay. Well, it wouldn't be. Uh, I'm sorry to hear that, but it wouldn't be township. They're, the only township plows they plow like uh, like parks and uh, running paths or bike paths or so something. So they probably like just that. have like the bobcat, the, bo- that yeah, they the go little down side the by sides yeah. with the. Yeah, she said they just do the small stuff. It's the county." that handles okay. uh, the the roads. I said, "Okay, can you get me in touch with them?" So she 
got me in touch with them. I left. Uh, it was like the the something the chief road commission officer. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So she got me in touch with him. I left him a voicemail, and because uh, it was Friday afternoon at like four fifty five or something, after, so it wasn't. After yeah. it been snowing for what a week straight. Yeah, wasn't expecting to hear back. So I figured I'd hear back the next week. Well, I never did, and um, I kind of forgot about it for a couple weeks because things were hectic leading up to what. Uh, why is that, Steve? Where were you? Well, let me. <laughs> It's funny you should ask that. Because, yeah. Well, uh, you forgot about it. Something I, must have happened. I forgot about it because uh, I, it was busy at work. Yeah. And uh, on the 23rd of December, my mm-hmm. wife and I left for our honeymoon in Sandals, Jamaica. Sandals, Jamaica. Now, Sandals. that's the resort from the television, now, right? Let me, let me tell you. Yeah. Sandals, Jamaica, they don't have snow plows. You know why, Kyle? Why is that? They, they don't have snow down there in Sandals, huh. Jamaica. Yeah. It's very, uh, I mean, you you pay for it. You pay for you pay for the you pay no, for what you're getting right. Pay for yeah. there to be no snow. Paying for the luxury. No kids. So you're down in sandals. Okay, Sandal, sandals to make it. So it kind of it, it kind of fell by the wayside. Did it fell by the wayside? But while we were, I was laying on the beach at right. Sandals, Jamaica. It's a beautiful resort, all inclusive, down in Ocho Rios. So that's on a beach. Oh yeah, right on a beach in uh, Ocho Rios, Jamaica, which okay. is on the 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 northern coast of the island of Jamaica. Okay, okay. So we're laying on the beach, and I'm just like listening to podcasts, listening to music. I got nothing else to do. Let me let me fire off an email to the old Rogue Commission, okay, to see if they uh, got my my voicemail. So this is now the second instance mm-hmm. where we have to discuss. <laughs> so my romantic way, romantic, you, the way you nope utilize. No, I'm not gonna let you do it. Not gonna let you do it because she was also my 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 wife Annette was. In a chair next to me, right. and she was sitting there reading a book. Okay. It's not like she was, you know, purring next to me and right. pawing at I get me. It. So, on two separate occasions now, <laughs> you were in a bathing suit in a in the middle of December on the northern coast of Jamaica. Uh, Sandals, Jamaica. Sandals, Jamaica. The resort that's on the northern side is from what yeah, I hear. Of course, everyone knows that. And uh, one time you were looking at new garage door openers. Oh yeah. And the second time you decided to uh, bust out a grievance to the county road commission <laughs> via email. That's right. That's right. Huh. I felt like I was taking care of a lot of business on this right. on this honeymoon. Boy, because, because I also had to deal with my uh, my lackluster the lackluster performance of the company that I hired to plow our driveway. Yeah, that was that was like a daily thing while we were there too. Right, making phone calls to them. That was great. Um, so I, I'm laying there. I'm like, I got nothing else to do. We're just sitting here on a beach. Sure. Let's fire off a fire off an email. So I go to their website and uh, filled out the little form, the contact us form. And again, super polite. I said, Hey, I called uh, back on the back on the eighth or the seventh or whatever. I'm pretty sure that a, a vehicle hit my hit my truck or hit my jeep while it was plowing our cul-de-sac. Uh, if somebody could get back to me, that would be great. Now. I don't know about you, but when I fill out those contact us forms on any Never website, I just anything. assume they're going to the address of somebody who hasn't worked there in a decade. Yeah, or it's filtered directly to a trash folder. Yeah. So I was shocked when less than 10 minutes later, I got a response back from somebody saying, uh, we got your voicemail, but for some reason, the the end of the message was cut off, Huh? so we didn't have your complete phone number, which... I kind of call BS on because whenever I leave messages like that, because I I get enough voicemails where I know like there's a certain way that I think everyone should leave voicemails. 
when I left a voicemail, I say, hi, my name is Steve. My phone number is blah, 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 blah. Then I leave the point of my message. And then at the end, I say, again, my phone number yeah. is. So that way. You're a radio guy. You double tag. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Ex- ex- bookending the break yep. with my phone number. Yep. You got to hit that um, clock. Because I hate when you start to listen to a voicemail and they don't do that. And mm-hmm. then you, mi- I don't know, just make it easier. Put it right at the beginning. So if I have to go back and listen to it, I don't have to listen to the entire message. For the number. To get to the number. Yep. So I know that I did that. They said it was cut off. Okay, fine, whatever. They said, uh, okay, yeah, no problem. Fill out this form. Send any pictures or video that you have. And uh, it'll, you, uh, you, are, you already said you were fully got them backed on my phone. up with evidence. Got them on my phone. So uh, the now one of the bad things I have to say about uh, our stay at Sandals, Jamaica. Sandals, Jamaica, Sandals, Jamaica you Jamaica, say. In Ocho Rios is uh, there's free internet uh, across the whole resort, which is good because our phones don't get any service down there. Right. The internet's not the best. All right, so you got to plug in the Ethernet <laughs> to the bottom of your iPhone. <laughs> to the bottom of my phone, yeah. Yep. So it took like 40 minutes for, I think, four pictures and a video to, oh, a- boy. to attach. Yeah. Um, but I sent it in, and they said uh, I then got within maybe another hour, got an email back from a guy that said, okay, no problem. He needed like one more piece of information, and he said, uh, once you get this all back to me, it'll be submitted, and it'll take uh, three to five weeks for them to make a decision. What? So there's, again, now I know we're, it feels like we're beating a dead horse. There's now another committee yeah. who makes a decision right. on if this plow actually hit your Jeep yeah. or if you walked around the cul-de-sac and scraped your foot. <laughs> In the form of a snow pile yeah. to make it look like it hit your yeah. Jeep. Okay. So he, Two options. he said that they were going to check GPS coordinates to because they can tell. I guess all their trucks have uh, have GPS in them. Yeah. So if an incident like this happens, they're able to tell who was in that area at what time. So, so you're getting someone fired now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Gone. Sorry, buddy. Yeah. That $300,000 a year uh, county job. Yeah. Where you work for them for one week and instantly you have benefits for three lifetimes. Yeah, and 60% of it's <laughs> overtime. Yeah. So he uh, he said, yeah, no problem. Fill this out and, and we'll get right back to you. And so at that point, I thought, I think this has a shot. Like, I have yeah. a shot at actually. Because if he had looked at those pictures and said, like, sorry, man, there's zero evidence there. Or, like, you can't just. It's not like I had no proof. Right. I feel like if there was no chance of me getting any kind of re- uh, any kind of reimbursement, it would have been cut off there. But it, to be honest, the only more evidence you could have would be a like a security camera from your house that caught a plow hitting your Jeep yeah. as it happened and then speeding off. Right. Which which even so will even, never if, even if I had a camera on the front of my house aimed down there you wouldn't be you able to like, tell. Yeah, that no. angle, you wouldn't be able to tell. Right. Because it obviously barely hit it because, I mean, it, it, it didn't hit it enough where it, like, shifted the vehicle forward 10 feet or anything. Right, it was right. Just, so I submitted all of that, uh, a, like, the Monday that we were back. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, no, it was maybe, like, the, we got back on a Sunday from Sandals, Jamaica, uh, Sandals uh, All-Inclusive Resort in Ocho Rios, Jamaica. Ocho Rios. Ocho Rios. Yes, it means eight rivers. Now is that like on the uh, like in the middle of Jamaica? Oh, no, it's on, it's on the north coast. The north coast. Oh boy! So you, you stick all the poor people down on the south side. Yeah. Okay. Good. Well, well spoiler. 
everything in Jamaica <laughs> is the poor area. In on the north side, it turns <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I submitted all of that last week. The guy got back to me again. He said, all right, uh, I need you to get me two estimates for the repair work and uh, send me a, like your insurance information. So at this point, I'm like, hey, it's hey, happening. Hey. Now we're done. Time it's to, happening. Time to cash in. Yeah. Because I always hear of all these people saying like, yeah, somebody hit me. Uh, they just, uh, their insurance company cut me a check. I didn't get the damage fixed because honestly, the the damage on it, like it's not that bad. It's pretty minimal. Yeah. It's pretty minimal, but it's something where I would feel comfortable fixing it myself. Right. Probably wouldn't look perfect, but I mean, the thing's 37 years old, so sure. I'm not really, I'm not super concerned about it. So I went out and I got two estimates, uh, two very, very differing uh, estimates. What was one like we have to rebuild the Jeep from uh, the driver's side door to the rear bumper? No, it was basically now what they do, because I took it to two different body shops. One of them said um, we can easily fix the damage. We can easily paint it. But the issue came when they they put a clear coat over top of the paint. Yeah. And that's it's the little protective layer. So he said, normally what we do is we spray the clear coat up to the the next edge. So like up to the the fender line or the door or whatever. Okay. Well, the problem with that Jeep is it's a like the the previous owner had swapped the the body of the Jeep is normally metal, but they're notorious for rotting out. So he had swapped on a fiberglass body. Like, the whole body of that Jeep is fiberglass. It's one piece. There are no seams anywhere. So he said, we would have to paint and then clear coat the entire Jeep, except for the front fenders and the hood. So the entire body would get repainted and and cleared. So how much was that estimate? Well, at this point, I'm thinking, jackpot. (laughs) I'm going to be making thousands off of this. Well, yeah. Or... My Jeep is going to have a brand new paint job, and this is going to be great. So that estimate was for twenty three hundred dollars. Oh my! To almost gosh. 20, I think it was like twenty three eighty five or something. And and honestly, that's a it's a very fair estimate. Like I'm not I'm not ripping on this company at all. Well, for, I mean, I, for the work that had no, to be done, I mean, it makes sense. Sure. It's just crazy they, that that's the amount of work. They gave me a step by step printout, and right. I was like, okay, cool, right? And um, I think that that it's a very fair estimate. Even, honestly, I was I'm surprised that it wouldn't be a little bit higher. Well, the full repaint, just, yeah, just yeah. based on the amount of work that they had to do. So I left there. I was like, all right, cool. And uh, I said, hey, I'll I I explained the situation. I said I have to submit it. It's going to be three to five weeks. So you know, hopefully I'll I'll hear back sooner. Yeah, but hopefully uh, the cost yeah. of paint doesn't go up in the <laughs> yeah. next three weeks. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I took it to a second shop, and their estimate was um. It was about $700 because what they were planning on doing is fixing the damage. And then he said that they could, instead of clear coating the entire thing, they could do it where they just kind of blend the clear coat. So they go about a foot out from the damage. And I mean, take it like, say you had a can of spray paint. Instead of aiming the spray paint directly at the panel, you do that over the damage, but then you kind of pull it away. So So it's like, like when you get a haircut... Yeah, like they it'll blend, blend the yeah, shorts exactly. along. So, and that estimate, I was like, "Cool, seems very fair." Yeah, scanned the estimates, sent them both to the company, and I think it was the next day I got a phone call from a guy who is an insurance adjuster who represents the county, 
and he had a couple of questions for me. He said, okay, uh, do you have this, 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 uh, what insurance company do you have and this and that? And he said, okay, well, uh, what we'll do is we'll cut you a check for the lower of the two estimates. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so, yeah, go ahead, go ahead and get the vehicle repaired. And once you get it repaired, send us a copy of the completed invoice and we'll cut you a check. And I was like, that, that's it. Wow. <laughs> like there's no, there's no argument here. That wasn't but, three to five weeks. No. I was really hoping he was going to say, yep, we'll cut you a check. It'll be in the mail tomorrow. And uh, meaning I could just take the check. And- yeah, do what you want. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But they're probably going to cut it directly, end up directly to the repair shop. No, they're actually, they are cutting it directly to me. Oh, okay. But it's after I show them the that fix. the damage has oh, been. So, so they probably had this before. Yeah, so where people are saying this. Basically, yeah. for about a week, I'll be out the seven hundred dollars that it costs to get the thing fixed. Yeah. Now, do you get to go to the hearing where this man loses his children yeah, because he no doubt lost his job, where he's put on trial, and his wife left him because he yeah. can't afford anything yeah. anymore? So, do you go to that and apologize, or do you just go to that and like as Apo- a character yeah, witness? Apo- you mean accept an apology? Accept an- <laughs> yeah, I will be there to accept. This uh, the this Minger's apology. Maybe somebody knows better. Maybe somebody has is like a county employee, like a road commission employee that listens. How does that work? Like if you get because it, it's bound to happen. I can't imagine that. Is there like a happens. demerit system so you and get? You to know, be honest, I I don't really fault the person for not stopping, leaving a note, whatever. Because with the size of the vehicle that he's driving. He or she is driving with the size of the vehicle that they hit. They probably just barely clipped it. There's no way. Like, if I get in an accident in my car, if I clip a car, I'm going to feel it. Yeah. But they're driving these massive vehicles that have, you know, a couple tons of salt in the back of them. They're loud. They're constantly making noise because they have a plow dragon underneath of them. If they clip a, a little tiny vehicle that weighs nothing because it's made it of, uh, out of paper, basically, yeah, yeah. they're not going to feel it. Nope. But, I mean, that being said, it's still the responsibility of them to to make it good, to make it right. Right. I just wonder how that fo- – like, because, like, we talked about it happens. There, there's no doubt it happens, especially – I mean, we talked about the where, area where you live. I mean, if you think about neighboring cities where side street parking is much more common – that probably happens all the time. Often, so I bet you I would I would bet there's a some type of system to where hey you've clipped eight cars this winter <laughs> yeah. you're fired yeah yeah you've clipped eight cars and uh, four people need new mirrors yeah um, and and oh and also let's not forget the cul-de-sac of mailboxes <laughs> yeah. you mowed over well there was because the I think it was like the next day or within a couple days I happened to be outside when a plow went by yeah and. It was so obvious what part of the plow it was. That, right. Like on the front of the plows there, all the way on the end, there's like a spot where basically like a little a little bar sticks up so the driver can see where the edge of the plow is. Mm-hmm. And there's like this yellow like bracket that sticks off the side of it just at the height. I mean, it was – they had to have looked at the, the pictures in the video and been like, oh, yeah, that was the whatever bracket that right. obviously clipped it. So they decided not to – not to pursue any any legal issues with with old, you. old Steve yeah. here. Well, well. Whereas <laughs> old, the old, old attorney Steve already had a right, already had the conviction. Whereas the uh, the United States Postal Service was prepared to take action upon you if you did not move that Jeep. Yeah, boy, they left a very strongly worded email. Not happy. A very with you. strongly worded letter in my or form in my mailbox. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. One one arm of the one arm of the government you don't want to piss off, Steve. <laughs> well, the people who drop off those coupons. <laughs> Boy, was I disappointed once again with my letter carrier last week. Yeah. And, um, Monday came and went. Tuesday came and went. I think Wednesday came and went. We had no mail. I thought that's strange because at at least we get the bed bath and beyond coupon yeah, yeah. or 16 letters from the or for the previous right homeowner no matter how many times i asked them to please stop delivering mail for the previous homeowner that's amazing and uh like, anything good I said anything that, like uh you know like, no, a, like an old check or like a family court summons <laughs> no nothing good it's just all like hey come to bible study yeah no oh, thanks yeah. appreciate it so um I said to Annette, I was like, it's weird that we haven't gotten mail in three days. Like, the occasionally, very, very, like, seldomly, we'll, a day will go where we don't get anything. Yeah. But for the most part, there's always something in the mailbox. And um, so I noticed when I walked down to the mailbox, like, the second or third day, you can see that, again, my my uh, spidey sense is tingling because I can see that, again, tracks in the snow right up to our mailbox. Like... You can see a vehicle's tracks stop, and there would be no other vehicle that would be driving that close that close in that direction. So I was like, oh, cool, mail today. Open the mailbox. There's nothing in there. This is really weird. So I said to Annette, I was like, what? why are we not getting mail? Like She obviously – now, granted, maybe she pulled up, went through her little bin and said, oh, they don't – Nothing. Nothing yeah. for them today and kept going. But Annette said – I bet it's because there's uh, too much snow around our mailbox because we've gotten a ton of snow. But she was able to pull up to it. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. She did was. Did you ever get to the bottom of it? Uh, so I said, okay, let's do an experiment. So I went outside, and I – I mean, there there was a ton of snow. There's snow everywhere. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, you look around at all the other mailboxes, there's just as much snow by right, them. Right, right, right. And I think it would have been because they're obviously seated on the right side of the vehicle. They have those big windows. It would have been a matter of her reaching out the window, like, you know, arm extended or reaching out the window, arm extended, and maybe leaning an extra four inches for her to reach our mailbox. Mm-hmm. But uh, again, no mail in there. So I went out the one night and I chiseled away at the snow wall and I gave her probably another six to eight inches worth of room because at that point I can't break it down like I cannot cut through this snow yeah, wall yeah. anymore it's basically solid ice from being just packed with right. with snowplow after tires snowplow. and then when it you know if it even yeah. remotely melts and then freezes it, it's just yeah. a ball of death so the next day walked out to the mailbox <laughs> wouldn't you know it I got about nine days worth of mail you really stuffed into my mailbox huh well yeah you know, I kind of side with the uh, mailman. Yeah, why is that? You know, they're just trying to do their jobs. <laughs> right, yeah. They're, well, they're not trying hard enough. Right. Because I, there's got to be some type of ordinance that this lady just feels like I'm following to the T based on the yeah. Jeep in front of the house thing. Yeah, like she rolls down her, her little mail and measures. mail window and sticks a yardstick out yeah. the window. And then takes a picture and says, mm-hmm. see, I can't reach this. I, yeah. You know, I... I have uh, right arm tendonitis, yeah. and if I reach too far, it flares up. Now, the thing that uh, I, I think that the, the thing I don't like about it is 
I would have said that I have a very good rapport with our letter carrier because I see her all the time. I'll be outside, and if I see her pull up, I always walk down. Like, if I see her coming through the neighborhood, I always walk down and meet her as she pulls up to the house, take the mail, little conversation. Hey, how's everything today? Okay, well, stay warm out there. Yeah. And she's always extremely pleasant. That's why I'm getting a little pissed off at her passive-aggressive actions. If she had a problem, if there was too much snow, she could have just said, because I saw her, like, a day earlier. Right. She could have just said, hey, uh, just so you know, it's real difficult for me to get the to get up close to the mailbox. I still would have thought it was BS, but I would have said, right. hey, no problem. Sure, I'll, I'll shovel. Go, I'll go grab a shovel right now. Get you, get you dug out. Don't want you taking forever to deliver the mail. Right. Making your day longer. Away from your family. Yeah. All of a sudden, your marriage breaks down. Yep. Kids are... Kids are living in Uncle Louie's house. And then next thing you know, Steve's responsible for two dissolution <laughs> of marriages, w- both government workers. Yeah, well, hey, I mean, if you just did your job better. Is this just you with, like, this crazy <laughs> anti-government thing going on now? Like, are you just, are you trying to stick it to the man? <laughs> like, screw the county and yeah. the road commission and now screw the United States Postal Service which yep. has never done anything wrong outside of losing billions of dollars on the yearly <laughs> on the year on a yearly other, basis other than that just a, a great group of people yeah can't hold them accountable so you finally got your mail back finally got our mail now did you receive any other packages during that time like uh UPS or, or uh DHL uh, or D- DHL <laughs> you know they're Are still they around still? they've they? got to be still around i don't um, know what they deliver Trying to think, I don't. Well, because they go to doorstep, though they don't. Yeah. They won't leave anything in the. But that's yeah. right. Yeah, I was because they're. Somebody else. I mean, they're they're committed to their work. Oh, hmm. yeah. <laughs> they have to actually get out of the vehicle and walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. They're not. They're not just concerned with the end of the driveway. They're concerned with the whole driveway. You know, maybe, maybe a walkway and a porch. If the UPS too. cared enough about their employees, they would install UPS boxes. <laughs> At the end of everybody's driveway for packages to be delivered. Well, no, because they've seen the failure on the part of the U.S. Postal Service. So why would you want to recreate that terrible business model? But there's no way it's more financially responsible for them to pull into every driveway Get out and go to the doorstep at every house. And it is to construct a mailbox, a separate Well, yeah, but now it's like law where like, you have to have a mailbox, right? Do you? I'm pretty know. sure. Well, the thing that I don't like, I don't like the whole mailbox down at the street thing, yeah. which is what this neighborhood is. But is that a law? Can I put one on the, like, can I just I nail one to the front of my house? I think it's neighborhood dependent because you'll see, like, uh, houses on a busy street yeah. will not have end of right, road, yeah. end of driveway. They'll have the boxes on their doorstep. Yeah. And I think that's a lot based on, like, snow plows, too. They're probably getting sure. the crap kicked out of them. And also because they can't have a... Uh, USPS car or whatever going three miles an hour on a busy I think, road. I think I have a plan. I'm going to put my mailbox in the middle of the cul-de-sac. So it, it'll be a little inconvenient for the for the mail lady because she'll have to climb over to the, the correct side of the vehicle. Oh, okay. So Well, I mean, she could just come in the cul-de-sac the wrong way. That's true. She could do that. So that's what you... And those are short vehicles. She, if yeah. it's snowy, she could yank the e-brake and whip that thing around pretty Now, when easily. does the cul-de-sac council meet? Is that like monthly? Uh, yeah, yeah. Because hey, maybe you guys should talk about maybe we should bring doing a hub of mailboxes. Oh, I don't want mailbox. I don't like mailbox hub. 
I want so the, just yours, just mine, in yeah. the middle of the call to that. Yeah, and then what I'm going to do is rig it up like uh, when you go to the bank drive-through. Sure, there's the tube, and then so wow. all of my mail will go in a tube. So you're going to go over? No, under. I'll oh, you're going to go under. Yeah, yeah, okay, but that will be the more expensive route to go. But well, I appreciate it. But it's it. just for me, right? See, I'm taking on the expense myself. I'm not expecting sure. like you are a company like UPS to suddenly install. 300 million mailboxes across this country. No, but I'm just saying that you can't tell me that that's a more financially responsible way to do it. To what? For them to get out of their their trucks at every stop and have to go more up to the doorstep. More financially responsible than, than what, though? What's like the, the USPS, where it's just you're supposed to have a box at the end of every... Well, I mean, yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Because to do it your way, again, mailboxes would have to be installed. I'm but assuming- the USPS does not pay for that. Like if if I get if I move into a brand new house, right? But you did say that you want the you want UPS to install mailboxes at the end. Do you want UPS to foot the bill for that, or do the? It'd be a nice elective pro. <laughs> like if you like, like, let's say you're running a small business out of your house, yeah, and that's an option. Do you do that? Well, then, but what if uh, what if FedEx wants in on it too? What if DHL wants in? Well, on at it that too? point, it's so your we, choice. Do we just have this like it's like this- a, it's like a shed? <laughs> it's a shed of delivery boxes at the end of your driveway. Okay, but you know, you get, I think I think you got me on board. But now. you get so you many different types of it. UPS boxes. It's going to need to be like one of those novelty mailboxes that's like a golf ball or something, but it's oh, actually like yeah. eighty inches deep. Yep. Yeah. So like when you order, you know, a car part or curtain and, rods. Yeah, they <laughs> they wedge a fender <laughs> into your UPS delivery box. I think that we're. I mean, we're really jump starting the economy here. We're trying. Mm-hmm. We're trying because Lord knows the delivery service as it stands is failing miserably. Yeah. Just ask our president. Now, when does when does um a company like like Amazon because Amazon is just buying up everything. They yeah. bought Whole Foods. Uh, they're they're a like multi billion dollar corporation. Yeah. At what point do they? Um, because obviously they're working on drone delivery. Yeah. I'm surprised that they don't have their own fleet of Amazon delivery vehicles. Right. I wonder. If so because there would be like there would be UPS, FedEx, DHL, Amazon. Like it would just you'd see the Amazon truck driving through the neighborhood. There's got to be something said about because you hear in those ads too that you hear on radios and radio shows and podcasts about uh, like the food delivery services and they talk about food deserts. Mm-hmm. And there's got to be things where it's. Makes zero sense to have an Amazon sure. delivery vehicle. Sure. Well, they where, wouldn't do it. I, I, it would be. I think it would be dependent on the, on the area. Obviously, it would be dependent on the demand in the area. Right. It's kind of you know, like they, in New York City. Of course, there's going to be. It would a billion of them. Yeah, exactly. It would make sense to have them there because I'm sure that there are five different shipping facilities and. There's already a ton of vehicles on the road. Just well, throw a couple more thousand Amazon <laughs> trucks out there. Well, too. according to our president, Steve. Amazon is getting a sweetheart deal from the Postal Service. Are they? And yeah, that was a couple weeks ago is that the Postal Service, which is losing like billions of dollars every year, is charging too little to Amazon to deliver packages. Mm. So maybe this is what drives Amazon. So is he saying that he wants them to re renegotiate a deal? I guess. So they'll have to pay more, which those increases would which you passed along to it's a weird consumer right cool yeah it's a good weird to, good double to see a, he's got the 
got the the, the, the layman at heart. Mm-hmm. They, uh, it's a weird he's, I mean, double. He's, he's edged, just like us. Right? He's just like us. Celebrities, man, just yeah. like us. Yeah. Uh, it's a weird double-edged sword because Amazon's probably the one of the only reasons that the United States Postal Service is still it's currently still functioning there. at the level it has been, even though they're losing money, just based on them having this much to deliver. Mm-hmm. I mean, outside of Christmas cards, if they didn't have Amazon packages and deliveries, and, and, and internet deliveries, I guess yeah. in general. What what else what else would they be delivering? That's Bed Bath and Beyond coupons. Bed Bath and Beyond coupons. Uh, yeah, your, your your yearly journal for what's new in sandals, Jamaica. Oh, yeah, sandals Jamaica, sandals uh, Ocho Rios. Ocho Rios. That's yeah. uh, it's the northern side. Northern and coast, yeah. that, that that's it. Like you're gonna get your wow. your AARP magazine if you're older. You're yeah. going to get your AAA Living magazine if you if you're a member of AAA. Because most days I will I'll pull into the garage after work. I will walk down the driveway, grab the mail out of the uh, out of the mailbox, mm-hmm. kind of sift through it as I'm walking back up the driveway. And before I even get in the house, half of that stack is in the recycling right. bin. Right, it's garbage, absolute yeah. gar- waste of waste of time. Yeah, yeah, sir. Losing billions of dollars, sweetheart deal there with Amazon. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not your only issue you've had, though, Steve. Now, this is one that I, th- I, I was kind of surprised because it's been festering since the start of winter. Yeah. And we haven't since addressed it on the podcast. All, all about the, This all started around the same time as the um, the great cover-up where, uh, where, where the county smashed into my vehicle, causing... Oh, that's a cover-up now. Causing thousands of dollars worth of damage. I can, I can legitimately say that. I have a... You have a quote that justifies it. I have a quote that justifies it. So we're now at a government-level cover-up mm-hmm. for thousands. Okay. Thousands of dollars Boy, of, my, serious. of my hard-earned money. Sure. Just, I mean, basically, Uncle Sam walked into my house and said, hey, time for me to take your money. Right. Time for you to do nothing about it. Stole your money. Stole my money. Stole my money right from right from my, my hard-earned pocket hands. Yep. <laughs> That's what people say, right? Is that pocket? You want to try pocket? What hard-earned pocket hands? Pocket? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> putting in the old. I've been busy putting in the old work, <laughs> putting in the old vocabulary work. I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, this uh, this started a couple of months ago when I dragged my my. Like thirty-five-year-old snowblower out of the shed that I had bought from a former intern's mother, and um, I had had it running a couple of years ago, and it worked fine. It was doing all right, but this thing was a beast. It was all metal. Like now, if you go out and buy a snowblower, a, snowblower, a lot of the components are plastic and like really mm-hmm. thin metal. Well, this was built like you know, this was built when America was great. When it was everything's made out of quarter inch steel right. and iron, so God forbid you ever have to lift the thing up, like to put it in a truck or put it on a trailer. Not so, happening. Uh, so obviously not self propelled. Like oh, it is. The, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. It's oh yeah. It's self propelled. It's got this. It's got like a V eight engine. Are you sure on that's it. just not gravity based? <laughs> yeah. Because it's so heavy that once just, you get it on a slope, it just it starts just going. It's down. No, this thing. It when I had it running, it worked pretty well. But when I moved into Annette's house a couple of years ago, um, we had uh, we she had had a snowplow service the year before. Mm-hmm. Was very happy with them, so we're like, "Well, screw it, let's definitely do that again." It's much easier than uh, than dealing with all that. Plus, 
if I have to leave for work early in the morning and it snows overnight, it's pretty nice walking outside and having the, the driveway already plowed. So signed up for that again. We had them for like the last two years. And a couple of months ago, I called the guy that we had used the last couple of years to say, hey, we moved. We're, we're now living here. Do you still do you service that area? Because we'd love to hire you again. Well, right. he, he has since sold us plow and he's gotten into a different profession. So wow. said, sorry, I'm not, I'm not plowing this year. I'm like, ah, oh, crap. Because it was already, we had already waited too late in the year, or I had already waited too late in the year yeah. to get in touch with the plow company. Yeah, too so busy the, looking at those uh, those Jamaica pictures, right? Getting from, ready from when I was in uh, Jamaica, Sandals, Jamaica. That was was that like for your just a, like a vacation? I was or? on a honeymoon. Oh, okay. Huh. So I got married. Got Boy, married. you went down there for your honeymoon. You came home to garage door openers and a snowplow service. <laughs> yep. Hell of a time. Romance so. <laughs> is not dead. I don't care what anybody says. Um, so I, I'm frantically, this is like probably the beginning of December. I'm frantically calling every snowplow company I can I can find. Because they all have routes. They all right? have routes. So they, they, they'll say, I'll take on this many customers, and based on you know how long it takes to get all these places, sure. I can do this route in this many hours. Makes total sense. Yep. So I went to our, our friends, your friend and mine, the informed page. The old local watchdog. The watchdog page. page came in in the clutch because there were a ton of posts on there about, uh, hey, does anyone have a good plow company? Can you yeah. recommend this? How much are they? Um, so, so a lot of people had commented on this one, and they right. said, "Oh, they're really good. I used them." Or I actually nobody. Now that I think about it, nobody said that they had used them before, but everyone said, "This is the company I went with." Yeah, they, these um, are the these are the terms. Somebody actually the cheapest. Somebody no, it wasn't. Somebody actually scanned the contract and and posted it and said, and so I read it over. I thought this seems like a great deal. They have the guarantees that they'll plow by a certain time, mm-hmm. and, which to me always seems weird because you can't guarantee that a driveway is going to be cleared by a certain time. Because if it starts snowing, yeah. Because so if you tell me my driveway will be clear by four, while the snow starts coming at three. And I'm on the end of your route. Yeah, it's not, yeah, don't. It's not going to happen. I get what but you're still, trying to say. But every but. every company does it. But they also had. Uh, they will come back after the county plows had come through. They'll come back and clear the end of your driveway yeah. if if it was after. Uh, they'll clear out around the mailbox. So man, look like all of my all of my recent problems would be solved. Yeah. I wouldn't have my, wouldn't have an angry mail lady. Wouldn't have my moody mail lady. <laughs> I wouldn't have. Uh, <laughs> I would, moody. <laughs> Again, you described her as being nothing but kind when right. you've interacted with her, and she's now transgressed to the moody male lady. Moody passive-aggressive male lady. Gotcha. Um, uh, I probably wouldn't have had the incident with uh, the government conspiracy with the Jeep. Oh, boy, Every, the big cover-up. Everything everything would have come up roses. So since I'm friends, personal friends with all the people on that uh, watchdog page. Right. Well, we're all a community. Yeah. I, I said thank you. Thank you for your leadership and your guidance. Yeah. I'm going to subscribe. I'm going to call up this company whose name I really, really want to say. Well, it doesn't matter anymore. It sounds like they – we'll get to it, yeah. but uh, I don't think it would matter anymore. Yeah. So I called them up. Um, they gave me a quote. I said, sign me up. They sent me the contract. I paid them, sent them the contract back, and everything was good. The first time it snowed, uh, their guarantee was that they, our driveway would be clear by 7 a.m. So it started snowing around probably 5.30 in the morning or so. And um, 
So it was seven o'clock that night and we mm-hmm. still hadn't been plowed out yet, but I was kind of giving them the benefit of the doubt because like I said earlier, if it starts snowing an hour before their, their guaranteed clear time, I get it. It's not going to be done in time, but I called them anyway. I said, Hey, I just wanted to make sure that I'm good. I'm on the route. And the woman said, yep, uh, the person is in your area right now. Hey, on the way they're on their way. She was right. An hour later, I looked outside. Our driveway was being cleared. I was like, cool. All right. I'm happy with this. Well, that is until they uh, pushed the snow and dug up part of my front lawn. That kind of pissed me off. But the guy was very nice. He got out of his vehicle. He said, I'm going to put a note uh, on the account. And in the spring, somebody will come out because they're also a landscaping company. He said, somebody will come out and they'll either seed or put down sod and fix it. Wow. That's fine. Which, again, most companies will do. Our our plow driver. That's a common. Our plow driver last year, he had, because he was pushing the snow up on the front lawn, and he his plow was a little too low, and it dug up a spot probably a foot wide, like a, a, a one-foot square spot. He came out that he came out in the spring, cleaned it up, put down seed. Everything was good. Mm. Nope. What was that? Apparently my phone. Oh, okay. Oh, that's normal. Oh, good. It just, re- just re- rebooted for yeah. no reason. Yep. So, uh, fast forward a couple of weeks, it snows again. So you got plowed once, once, m- maybe twice. Okay, might have been a second. Good time. sign that you didn't know if the second time actually <laughs> yeah. happened. Yeah. Um, so they, uh, it's snowing again, and they got in this habit of um, sending out emails, like email blasts, to all of the clients on their on their route mm-hmm. to give updates. I don't want an update. I just want you to come out and plow yeah, the driveway. This isn't a process. Is, it's a, it snows, you remove snow. There shouldn't be updates in the middle of it. Yeah, that. there's nothing. I don't want to think about this. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to, like, be refreshing my email every day thinking, like, oh, I wonder how the snow plow company's doing. Yeah, you want to pull in it when you get home from work every day. Yeah. Not so. have snow mountain mm-hmm. on the end or in your driveway. Not have to think about it. Yeah. So um, their excuses were very strange. They were always uh, the first time it was the day after the first snowfall. They sent out an email. We apologize for our terrible performance. We had a truck breakdown, and one of our one of our drivers had a death in the family. So I was like, okay. I, I started to reply to say like, it's cool. Just you know, that's not really our. I, 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 I get it, but I, I, I want to say not my problem, but I also want to be a little bit more sensitive yeah. to the situation. Well, I mean, I work for a large company that if the CEO's wife's whatever passes away or has an illness, that's very sad, but that's not going to stop this business right. from yeah. going on. Exactly. Like, I understand if you want to say, hey, we're a family run thing. I, 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 I fully understand that. But the fact remains is that you're a business first sure. because you're accepting money from people business, to be a yeah, business. You're a business who has accepted $300 from me, and which, and I'm assuming I'm not the only customer. Look like a hundred others, maybe? So you have a lot of money. You have a lot of people's money and a signed contract saying that you're going to deliver these services. Yeah. Well, it was, from there, it was just one email after the other. Well, uh, we had uh, two trucks break down, and somebody uh, somebody call, called out of work today. I don't care. I'm sorry. It sucks. 
I bet that that's a terrible situation that you're in. Mm-hmm. But bottom line, you still have all of my money and you haven't provided the service. Yeah. Like imagine going walking into the grocery store. You and Katie go into the grocery store to do like a month's worth of shopping. You leave you each have a full cart. Your bill is $300. You pay for it and then as you're walking out the door, somebody walks up and takes both of your carts and says, mm, "Sorry, you can't take them." Yeah. But you got to go. We're not giving you your money back. Sorry, family-run business. Yeah, sorry, the death in the family. We're a little short on cash this week. Yeah, yeah. It's not really going to make you feel any better. No. No, not at all. Um, So a lot of people on the uh, Watchdog page started posting about this. So it's like thread after thread after thread of posting about uh, this terrible terrible company. And then I noticed when uh, a couple of weeks ago, I noticed that the local um the local TV station they sent their like the crime solvers team Yeah yeah the local uh they actually no they're called the watchdogs Are they I thought yeah. they were the problem solvers or something oh, it is. less okay. inventive yeah. Yes the problem solvers but so the watchdog they... sounds a lot more fun yeah. than the, we the, the problem solvers <laughs> like you're not kids in a math I think, I think the other station is the watchdog It dogs. might be yeah. but the, you sound like a bunch of kids in a math troop in elementary yeah. <laughs> We're the problem solvers <laughs> like your uniforms just have equations yeah. on <laughs> So they sent the problem solvers out there to do a report uh same thing this company is just excuse after excuse after excuse go well you know uh, there was a we're just we are so humiliated at the service that we provided this is a this is a first year company and we just so in my mind they they saw the amount of cash that they could get from people right off the bat absolutely so of course you got dollar signs in your head like whoa we're going to make a ton of money this year and then things just went to went to hell for them which again i sympathize with that must suck if something that you worked so hard to start right. put in no doubt put in a ton of money to buy plows and hire people and all of that but then it just it went to hell so that sucks but again it seems crass not your problem mm-hmm. right i mean right. it's not- it's terribly depressing but the i mean in our local paper, there's 85 obituaries a day. Mm-hmm. It's sad, but I'm not going to sit there and mourn 85 people that I don't right. know. At this point, um, at, so at this point, after they hadn't showed up for probably the third or fourth week, uh, Annette and I are on our honeymoon. Her mom is staying here at the house for a couple of days, and uh, her mom just had a minor surgery. Yeah. She has a bad shoulder. Um, there's a foot and a half of snow on the ground. That is not the person that I want outside right. shoveling the driveway. Well, at, at some point she had to leave. Like we were coming home that day. There was still a foot and a half of snow on the ground. Thank God that a friend of mine happened to drive by in a, he has a, his work truck has a plow on it. So he'll, he'll take the work truck and like plow his driveway and a, friends and family and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Well, because he's one of the nicest people in the world, he knew we were getting back from our honeymoon that day. So he was like, ah, oh, maybe I'll, I'll swing by there because I'd hate for them to come home to a driveway full of full of snow. Yeah. Now, he doesn't know. He had no idea of this whole situation where sure. we had this terrible plow company. So he shows up, plows our driveway, which was like the greatest thing that could have possibly happened. So I get in touch with the plow company or all throughout. Like there, there, were, there were probably two or three news stories and they kept saying – 
we're so sorry, we're so embarrassed, this is terrible, our customers deserve better. But, but, no, no, but at no point during the story did they ever say anything about refunds or anything like that. Which is what the biggest issue, because at that point, if you're a month in, you've already done it yourself yeah. or had to have somebody else do it. At that point, cut bait, get your money back for the right. service that wasn't yeah. rendered, I'd, and move on. And if from the first moment that there was an inkling of of a problem if they had said hey i'm sorry we're offering refunds if you want a refund we understand take it now i would have said yep no problem give me my money back you know keep the what eight bucks or so for the one plow for the one time that you came out that's fine and i i would have been pissed but at least i wouldn't i would have appreciated their honesty well at some point they sent out an email that some customers got some customers didn't Mm -hmm. explaining everything again Saying how sorry they were. Death in the family. Refunds. Unexpected no call. And refunds then, are going to be sent out. Yeah. Whoa. Refunds are going to be sent out. Great. So a week went by. I hadn't gotten a letter. Hadn't gotten a refund. I sent them an email. I said, at this point, I just want my money back. I don't want to argue with you about he said, she said. About I don't care about the excuses. I want my money back for the services that I paid for that you are not providing. And at this point, at least according to the Watchdog page... Uh, this place has been annihilated via the Better Business Bureau. Yeah. Um, rightfully so, because that's, that's what it's there for, is for customer complaints and issues when things like this arise. So yeah. in, in terms of their business quality and service, it's already annihilated. They, should, they need to cut bait and get out. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Hopefully, they can salvage something. Um, so I, got, I actually got a response. I think I'm one of the few people that actually got responses when I sent, uh, when I sent emails. Nice. So they said, um, it was just a one sentence, one or two sentence email. It said, uh, some, some refunds were processed last week. More will be processed this week. Well, that was two and a half weeks ago at this point. I still haven't gotten the letter, still haven't gotten the refund. Well, the other day, three days ago, they sent out this massive like manifesto basically saying, uh, due to the extreme number of cancellations and limited resources currently available to us blah 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 company will be functioning at a very restricted level in order to determine the appropriate handling of this situation and the company's future we have begun to seek legal guidance as the situation has become too complicated for us to handle so the first half of that reads to me as we got all of this money and we couldn't wait to spend it Mm -hmm. because when you say quote limited resources yeah that means the money you got in it's gone. is now gone it's definitely gone and the fact that they're saying legal guidance shows that i am not getting a dime back right that my gut would tell me bankruptcy, bankruptcy court yeah which means you would be one of the creditors which would be in line with mm-hmm. i don't know so maybe in like three years you'll see your check well we decided the other day to uh, file a dispute with the credit card company over the so okay called, called the credit card company uh they determined that of the 315 dollars that we paid um two dollars and 15 cents of it is legitimate payment to the credit card company so we are requesting the balance so it's like 312 dollars something like yeah. that so who knows how does that work now does, does that credit card company now have to go to them as a business and say like you need to give them the money I back? I guess so. I don't really know how that whole process works. I've never had to do it before. Uh-huh. Um, but hopefully we will eventually get our money back. 
And um, but the the thing that really pissed me off was that this company is now crying about how um, they've been slandered in the media, yeah, and that uh, stories have been blown out of proportion. The, if if it's been blown out of proportion, prove to me that you provided the service to any me. Yeah, for me, for anyone that you said that you would provide. Yeah. Now, when you say manifesto, you are not kidding. Uh, it is. Do you um, have it? Uh, I think somebody had posted it uh, in the comments. Uh, maybe not, but no, it was. I because I read it somewhere. It was. I don't know, three pages long yeah, with about, and literally that's all it is, is a list. It's like, I'm not a Seinfeld guy, but uh, what is it? The airing of grievances. Yeah. This is a list of everything that gone wrong. Oh, they Rear plow yeah. issue, yeah. fuel line leak, yeah, they transmission, li- like every, they listed, <laughs> they listed all the personnel issues and then they listed like, oh, I know that one of their trucks had a fuel line leak. Oh, a plow solenoid went bad. Plow won't operate without working solenoid. Well, you know something? That's what businesses deal with. Yeah. I'm sure that uh, I'm sure UPS would love it if their trucks never broke down. But when they do, they put all the packages on another truck yeah. and they send them out. If you don't have the, the resources to handle the amount of customers that you've signed up for, maybe scale back the operation a bit. Right. Especially if this is your first year. Maybe it's don't your, take on hundreds. If it's your first year doing doing plow doing plowing, maybe say, ah, you know, instead of a hundred customers, maybe we'll take thirty customers this year. Yeah, and we may not make a ton of money. Hell, we may break even this year, but, but we'll see how it goes. But we'll see how it goes, and it'll be good for next year. That's why I said, I to me, it seems like they took on they saw a bunch of dollar signs. They took on a lot more than they than they can handle. And if they're thinking that they're going to get rich off of plowing snow, they're idiots. Every single person I know, everyone who's ever plowed snow mm-hmm. talks about how it's long hours, it's not good money, but you use your snow plowing to build your business for your, for landscaping, for yep. you know installing pools, for doing concrete, whatever it is, because a lot of those companies, that's their side business. It's literally the way to, for you to stay employed through the winter months here yeah. in, in this area. So, yeah. But it's, it's funny because... I think about all those excuses and that. And now you were, uh, you know, when you started moving up to the east side, you uh, you were a landlord for what three years? Two years. Two years. Mm-hmm. Now you were accepting money to pay that mortgage yeah. every month. But if something went wrong, who was responsible for that? I was. So if even if like the air conditioner broke, yeah, if who's the, buying a new one? I'm buying a new air conditioner. I put a new roof on that house. I I put. Uh, new, I had a foundation company come in and install new walls, like new foundation walls in the basement. So now you understand that. Yeah. yeah. This business has no idea about it and acts like, uh, well, no, this is, you know, this is the media's fault. If they just let us do our job, which they hadn't done. If the media hadn't gotten involved, you would have just disappeared. That's amazing to me, and so this—it's funny because I received. Uh, I think the reason they got so many customers, they sent something out with either in the mail or in the newspaper, yeah. and I received one of their little pamphlets, mm-hmm. and because I was looking to get one for for my dad, mm-hmm. a, a service, and we ended up doing it. Because, but then I look after the fact, and I realize it's was this company. place. Yeah, because I came in here because the the same lady we use for dog sitter. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, she she has the same. She company. was the first person I had heard about it from mm-hmm. when I went over there one day because she had had snowplow service in the uh, in in years pr- past. And she said, yeah, it was weird. They didn't come. And uh, I'm looking where their address is because they haven't answered any call or email. I thought, oh, boy, this is yeah. weird. It's just a house. They don't, yeah. Which is fine. I mean, that doesn't. You run a business. Yeah, yeah you don't need an office for this type anything. of thing. And uh, so I remember I came into the, we were recording that Sunday. I came in. I go, oh, man, you hear about uh, Lisa and the snowplow thing? And he said, yeah, because that's my snowplow service. <laughs> yep. So here we are, uh, roughly two months later. They've come out to our house once, maybe twice, to plow the snow. Uh, before Christmas, by the way. Oh, yeah, much before yeah. Christmas. Yeah, they hadn't... Uh, uh, they might have come out... That's the one I'm not sure about, is if they... I think there's a chance that they came out one other time. Well, you I, wouldn't have known, right? because I, I don't think you were here, right? No, uh, it's funny you mentioned that. I was um, with my wife on the beach at oh, Sandals, beach. Jamaica. In yeah. December, mm-hmm. I know. Wow, yeah. quite a juxtaposition, huh? So it wasn't snowing there. No, no, no it does not. Because at Sandals, Jamaica, you pay for no snow. You pay for no snow. <laughs> <laughs> what so, an advertising. So service. I don't want this to be just a big bitch fest, but yeah, that. I, well, it's funny. I mean, because we talked about your customer service debacles before. I add this one to the laundry list. Oh my god, add it to the laundry list. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I, I feel like it's. Just one thing after the other. I can I just get a company to come out and like I I want to get I want to pay you to do something. Yeah. So now if to if, do the service that you provide. If I'm accurate, we're at one of the big box construction stores. Yeah. We are at well uh, whatever the, the both window. Of them, both of them, depending on the timeline you're talking about. We talking right last six months, last year. We're at a window company. Didn't the, was the wasn't window the window company? guy supposed yep. to come out? And yep. he, it was like never two days out. later, never yep. came out. Um, oh, boy, what were the other ones? I'm trying to remember. Uh, one was the roofing company at my the, old house. That's right. The other was the HVAC company at my old house. Um, there was another. Maybe you ever think it's just you? Maybe it's like your, I do. Maybe like your, like your face or the way you, like you think, like, like you said, like you when you called the, uh, the, the, the township and you left a very nice voicemail maybe like maybe you saying it like very nice but they listen to it they're like hey <laughs> so like somebody like maybe my fil- maybe my, my g maybe my filter is broken yeah and maybe you actually sound like a pompous jerk i know and so they're like i'm not doing business with this a-hole <laughs> why would i the yeah the i think that my expectations of people are just too high maybe i really do and it was funny because i got an email from like I got some Google notification the other day, and it said, uh, "Your recent or your Google reviews have helped 300 people. Please leave more Google reviews." And I was like, "Oh, that's weird." So I clicked on it because you can list all the reviews that you've had. So um, a couple of like of the eight or ten Google reviews I've left, I would say seven of them are like shining reviews, very positive. Mm-hmm. One was for a plumber that we had to hire last year. Uh, gave him like five stars and said hey you know jack came out to the house and he replaced this valve and everything was great he was here and gone in less than 20 minutes couldn't couldn't recommend this company anymore but then i found the one of the roofing company from a couple years ago that put a roof on my house dude i was right back there i was right back in the moment just as angry just as angry 
reading over the details of what they promised, what was actually provided. Like they had said, yeah, it's going to be a one day job, maybe a couple hours into the second day. And I'm reading through my review and I said, on day 12, the job was finally completed. That's amazing. Oh, now that was on your, your first house. That was my first house. Yeah. 12 days, 12 days to do a roof. What was the square footage on that house? You remember? Uh, Yeah, it was 1,100 square feet. Little house. um, 12 days. Now, how long, if you and I, now me, (laughs) I've never roofed a thing, but I get the principle, right? Mm -hmm. You're shingling. Slap some shingles down. In how many days with zero experience do you think you and I could have done it? And let's even say doing it after we got out of work. Uh, After work, probably three days. Three days. So you're maybe 12, 15 hours. Yeah, for two I of mean, us. They're, yeah, they're going to be long days, right? So you you know you, we get there at three four o'clock, work till nine ten o'clock. You mm-hmm. think three evenings, and this company took twelve business yeah. days. Now the the roof itself was for the most part was completed on the first day. Yeah, which is basically what they promised. One day, maybe a couple hours into the next, it was all of the the trim pieces, like various pieces of flashing mm-hmm. gutters. Uh, the dumpster that they, cause they bring a dumpster out so they can throw all the old crap sure. into the dumpster, haul it away. They said, that'll be gone the first day. Cause everything will be torn off at that point. The dumpster sat in front of my house for seven days. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I might be joining you. We are looking at, we, we, we need some new appliances and we went to one of the big, bu- that's where we were yesterday mm-hmm. when, when you had texted about going to a big, uh, Big renovation convention. The home show. The home show. We were actually out looking at uh, appliances mm-hmm. because we need to do that. You're going black stainless now? You've no. seen the light? No, we've already gone regular stainless on the fridge, so it looks stupid if we upgrade the other oh, three. The first mistake was going regular stainless on the fridge, personally. I mean, the regular stainless looks really nice. It's fine. Yeah, it does. But try cleaning it yet? Oh, yeah. yeah no issues. Spotless. <laughs> Were you as surprised like when I my last house my uh, I bought when I first moved in there I didn't have any appliances so I I wanted to buy a stainless fridge because I was like looks nice looks great and then I found out that not all stainless fridges like because stainless steel I guess isn't magnetic or like certain you have to buy a certain brand because it has to like not all stainless fridges it's are magnetic. Weird. It's very weird. So the yeah. sides sometimes will work but the front like the ma- yeah. it's it's crazy. And then when I went to clean it for the first time I'm like I don't know just take a sponge and wipe it down and you wipe it down and nothing changes. No, it's the same. Yeah, so you have to buy that special stainless steel cleaner that smells like turpentine. It's so weird that, but, and now they even like the new stainless steel is now fingerprint proof. Yeah. So it's smudge proof stainless yep. steel. So, uh, yeah, maybe I might be joining in, uh, in the next month or so. The, uh, issues the with discru- the big box. Yeah. The so discru- did you, did you order something? No, no, okay. no, big, no, we're, we're waiting to see the taxes and everything. And I just was curious on, you know, I'm so out of the realm on how much those things cost. Right. So, yeah just to kind of go there and see the look of things. And, I mean, our appliances are from, I don't know, the 1970s. Oh, nice. So nice. it's uh, it's time to upgrade. So Well, you saw ours, like the, the ones yeah. that we yeah, moved yeah. in here. God. By the were... way, you know, I thought about that the other day. 
when are we going to get that powder coating oven up and running? It's we got to get uh, we got to powder coat these microphone <laughs> arms. It's funny you say that. Um, so now this is a stove. Now when you moved into this house, you and Annette, uh, what you call your forever home, mm-hmm. you guys upgraded all of your appliances. Uh, all, we haven't upgraded the fridge yet. Okay, so the, but the the stove, the dishwasher, stove, the dishwasher, microwave. microwave yeah. uh, we talked about that, but the stove the stove you talked about was an old old one, and you have a gas hookup right mm-hmm. out in your garage. No, we have a, an electric hookup. Oh, that's the, right. It's an electric. Yeah, I guess, but it's like the big uh, the big round plug, like yeah, the yeah. two twenty plug. Yeah. So your idea is to put that in the garage where it is. Yeah. And hook it up. And powder coat things like they do on Orange County choppers, and but we're going to do it with such cool items as our microphone arms. <laughs> yeah. So that's and, the goal. And uh, some car pieces for our buddy Cy Nolan Ryan. Hey, so you're going to yeah. be so we're powder coating. This is oh, happening. Yeah. This is this business. We are open for business. So we need to get we need to pick out our color, and we're powder coating these microphone arms. Hmm? Yeah, these color- should probably be tested before car parts, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because what, what color do you want? What color? Well, do you think? I, I think we I talked put, about I, doing something with the blue because our we have I, a blue light from the mic. I got a bunch of colors. Oh, we're doing. I think I, I think a nice blue to go with the blue light okay. that emanates from the microphone uh, would be great. Boy, we have to completely take these apart. It's a lot of little pieces. Yeah, we'll do it. Well, we'll worst do. case scenario is we get what we've wanted for a while anyway, which is new microphone arms. <laughs> I know. Yeah, these things. Uh, those. Oh, jeez! Oh, the- that was like a two-timer. <laughs> it started from your from your stomach, your innards, oh, worked God. its way up to your throat, came out twice. That was bad. I like didn't it was appreciate a, that like it was all. a race. Yeah, yeah. The the microphone arms that we want are uh, still like four hundred fifty dollars a piece. It's clearance time, man. They're coming down any day now. Are they? Sure. <laughs> all right. Well, let's uh, let's place an order for them. Uh, are we finally gonna get to? Oh, wait, this is your... This would be the new one. No, I was just going to ask, do you want to get to... Because you have one thing that I'm very curious about uh, that you wrote down about uh, uh, a new Online thing you obsession. enjoy doing, or do yeah. we want to Do we want to make a phone call to John? Well, I don't want to talk to John. All right. Why don't we get to your Vegas trip, and we'll save uh, We'll save my new online obsession okay. for... Okay, and John, so sorry to... Well, we uh, might get to it. We might get to John, depending on how long your story is. Yeah, and it's not even really a story. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's It's finally time, Steve... For the return trip for me to Las Vegas. Now, if you remember with your last Vegas trip, yeah. you told that tale about, oh, wait, no, you never did. I never <laughs> did. So that so, was, so it's been 15 months. <laughs> no, no, more than because uh, we went in August of 2016. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been 17 months since we went. And uh, I think the only person who cared was a listener named Tyler. <laughs> So, Tyler, our apologies to you. 17 months I meant to tell this story about my interaction with a dealer <laughs> at a casino in Las Vegas. I haven't even never heard this story yet. Yeah. I don't even know if I remember. I don't even know if I want to get to it. So It's going to be like, so, he dealt me a seven. Yeah. Right? Can I you mean, believe it? I won. Seven. Um, but no, so I'm returning. So now I've this will be my fourth trip to Vegas, but this is probably the one... And I, I'm not saying this to sound mean because it's not meant to be, but it's it's probably the one I'm most looking forward to. Mm-hmm. So I went once when I was barely 21 with one friend. I went once the following year with a different friend. So the one I went when I was just 21 didn't really know what I was getting into. Right. And it's a lot of, I mean, it's obviously it's overwhelming. If you've ever been to Las Vegas, 
uh, or if you haven't, obviously you've seen pictures. This it's about to fall again. But is it going to go? I think so. It's an overwhelming view. Yeah. I mean, the buildings are ima- it's it's incredible, and so I didn't really know what I was getting into. So I went the following year with a different friend, and uh, that was fine. Well, then I didn't go for probably seven years. Mm-hmm. So we went in 2016. But when we went, I brought my wife, and the friend I went with brought his wife, which was fine. That's how we wanted to go. Right. But for my Vegas vacation, it was, for me being my third time there, was a little bit different because I already know the sights and the sounds and the and the and everything about the strip there, whereas they haven't been and they want to go see, hey, let's go see this or let's yeah. go do this. Let's I try go this. To the Welcome to fabulous Las Vegas. Song. Yeah. And they also don't enjoy the uh, Vegas the way I do, which is me. I want to sit down at a table, be drunk within two hours and sit there for 10 hours and not even realize how long I've been there. Yeah. Like that. That's my goal. Yeah. But that's kind of hard to do when. You know, if the people aren't as into gambling as you. Or they want to go to a show. They want right. to see Cirque du Soleil. Right. Or the Britney Spears show or whatever's going on. I heard she just re-signed. Uh, she's, she's coming back, back. Back for like two years. Maybe I'll have to go take a look. Yeah. But I think she's at a different casino, though. Whoa. Yeah, I think she's going to be where, where Gaga. Did Lady Gaga have a show? I thought she was starting there now, too. Yeah. So maybe she was taking over for some act. That's weird, right? The money's got to be insane for those artists. It's got to be great. For them what to they justify do show, they doing do that. They do shows, what, four nights a week? Yeah. I'm assuming live in the hotel. Oh, you? I they probably have the penthouse yeah. suite and everything. And where, you know, they get unlimited whatever all day, every day at this do casino. Do Britney's down at the buffet in the morning? You think she's having? You think she's having some some sausage, some <laughs> yeah. bacon, and an yeah. omelet at the at the local oh, Planet yeah, Hollywood at the, buffet at the yeah the omelet station? You know that there's a chef there. Like, oh, yeah, we're make it get for you. you. Yeah, let me make it in front of you. Yeah, boy, probably not. Oh, probably not. Might send a guy down. Like, go get this, this, this yeah. from the buffet. Bring it back up to the corner suite on the thirty yeah. fifth floor type of thing. So it and again, all of these trips I've really enjoyed. But now I'm going back, and so this will be my fourth time, and I'm going with two friends who I've been with both multiple times now to Vegas, Mm -hmm. and it's kind of the last hurrah before one of them, uh, his wife is having a child in a month. I was going to say, it's not like a bachelor party birthday. Nope. Nope. We talked about trying to go with just friends one more time at least Mm -hmm. before uh, we're 60 and can actually make it happen again. Right. So it's finally happening to the point where this week, me and two friends are going to be in Las Vegas for the first time in years where it's just going to be us. And here's the problem. Now, I told you I've been battling this illness for like 20 right. days. And, and I told you. You got to go to the doctor. Get a get one of those like Z-packs. I've got an inhaler. Get the Z-pack thing where it's like 10 days worth of. But isn't that like where you're supposed to take that like first sight of a illness? Yeah, but I think that it would. I would assume it would still help because it started off different when I was sick. It was like a flu. Like I talked about it, chills and aches and uh, lightheaded and didn't want to eat. It wasn't a stomach issue. And now it's mostly just coughing. So, but I haven't been, I talked about my vague description of how I want to enjoy Vegas, which is a lot of drinking and a lot of gambling. Mm -hmm. Well, I haven't drank in probably 
weeks. Oh, you're going to be drunk after like one drink. So I'm going to sit down and I'm going to be that guy you see on whatever sitcom or TV show. Fall or cops, I guess, is the show I'm thinking of. (laughs) I was going to say TMZ security footage (laughs) where I'm like throwing chips at the wall after having two yeah. beers and like something <laughs> happened and i'm or, mad or tipping people like thinking you're a high roller like yeah here, here you go yeah Talks not even like a, understanding a dollar <laughs> thanks a lot let's keep them coming yeah. and uh, so i am in for a rude awakening come thursday afternoon when i decide to start hey you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna have eight drinks this yeah. afternoon so you're going to going to vegas mm-hmm. a question for you yeah is uh, Vegas all inclusive? Oh boy! Uh, is it on a? Uh, there's a beach, right? Yeah, yeah. It's right near the ocean. <laughs> it's, it's very wet. <laughs> lots in of Las sand. Vegas. Lots, lots of, of sand. lots of sand. That's very true. Yeah. Uh, no, it's it's weird. It's not all inclusive, but you it's know, on the northern coast of uh, uh, Jamaica, though, right? It's on the south <laughs> southwestern coast of uh nevada <laughs> you know that that one right yeah the great yeah. nevada coast yeah the nevada coast i mean people talk about it the scenery now at uh sandals uh, i mean at uh, uh las vegas mm-hmm. nevada is there a word for inventory no i don't i don't think there is oh, okay so there where else where is there a word well it's well at sandals jamaica there oh. is no there is no word for inventory oh as as the great michael scott taught us yeah yeah there's huh yeah, I mean it's not. I mean, all I guess if you want to have a hobo vacation, <laughs> yeah, you know it's just doing the best we can with the best we can <laughs> afford. I guess you know it's you know it won't be if I feel like if I actually went to Sandals, well, well, Jamaica. Let, let me ask you one question uh, before you get to that. Sure. Um, when you when you check into your hotel room, does uh, the bellhop sing you a love song? Oh God, that's that's right. That happened. <laughs> Uh, Still to this day, one of the most awkward. That's got a bit. Well, We're just standing there like, what? What do we do? We dance? Well, by awkward, <laughs> you mean like you couldn't get them out of the room quick enough to tear each other's clothes off, right? From right, all and, the and, romance, right? And by tear each other's clothes off, you mean me sitting down and looking up garage door openers. <laughs> so this nice bellhop yeah. sings you a love song. Mm-hmm. And in his mind, he's going to close that door and he's probably going to hear uh, a bra fly across the room. <laughs> you like Bing. kicking your boxers off, uh, you know, out the balcony. That's in his mind. Right. In actuality, he closes the door. You go, huh? So you want one button on the room on the garage door opener? What do you, two? What do you think those Ryobis are going for these days? Oh man! Yeah. So uh, yeah, no, that's happening this week. I have told you, I don't even know if I'll make it to Vegas. Okay, because I am flying first class, Steve. What? First class to and fro Las Vegas. Wow! So, so you're, uh, you're. I really- will be looking down on the people as they walk yep. by me back into steerage, as Jimmy Pardo calls it. Yep. Uh, all the 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 flock of losers mm-hmm. be sitting in twenty eight B here in the. Do? When uh when when people get on the plane, just actually point at them and laugh. <laughs> <laughs> loser well i'm gonna make a real scene if i don't have a drink before all the poor people start boarding yeah 
That's a good. In my hand, I'm not going to be thrilled. So this is uh, the, voluntarily you paid for this. Oh wait, no, that's right. This was you're, a gift. Yeah. yeah you're, so, okay, so my I, friend, I do remember you telling my friend me had now. some credits for flying, uh, and he said, "Hey, for Christmas, I'd like to get your flight." I said, "Okay, sure." So we looked at flight times and uh, picked out flights, and I saw the cost. So when he told me, like, "Yeah, I only had to pay like." 200 some out of pocket i thought well that's weird the flight costs we looked at mm-hmm. were like well un- yep. within the range of the credits he told me that they had and uh oh no 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 we we fly first class now so are you flying with him or are you meeting him there no we're flying i'm flying with him okay. he got he, my friend got home yesterday gotcha. we fly out thursday morning first class uh to Chicago, then to Las Vegas, then Vegas to Chicago, and then back here. So, so are you first class on both flights? Oh, come on. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course, Steve. And now the flight from where we are to Chicago. Wi-Fi you get Wi-Fi on that? I wonder how that works. Because if you do, you should periscope. Oh, I'll periscope my, my rich experience. You know, uh, maybe open the curtain, the camera over my head, and just laugh at all the poor people. Maybe now, dump a drink out on the floor. You're going to wear a suit, right? I, I feel like I should, right? Yeah. Because... It's you know it's kind of business class you know you're supposed to look the part if right. I get on with my like flip flops yeah <laughs> and like a I'm going to Las Vegas t-shirt on I went to Las Vegas and all I got was this shirt yeah shirt on how about you get a custom made shirt that says I'm better than you <laughs> so when people get on the flight they see that yeah I I, I just really want to rub it in because this is. Almost 100% assuredly, the only time I will ever fly anywhere first class, yeah. ever. And I feel like I need to let everybody else on these flights know. Yeah. You got to let them know what they're dealing with. That they are now poorer than me. Yeah. Because they're sitting in the back. Seems reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, been, on, I've been in first class, I think, one time, and it was, I don't know how it happened. Did you get bumped type of thing? Uh, must have been because yeah. I definitely, like it was a, a, one, a, a trip for work. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you told me that. We, it was one of those things. We were sitting at the gate, and uh, they made the announcement to you know the following customer, following passengers come up to the desk, went up to the desk, and they said, oh, okay, here's your new boarding pass, and they printed it off, and I looked at it, and my old boarding pass was like row 14C. Right. And my new one was 1A. <laughs> I'm like, well, that sounds like the front of the plane. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They must great. They Surely this is one of those funny uh, reverse planes right. where 1A <laughs> is in the back. Is it's you, the toilet. Yeah, it's you sitting. Like, you have to open the lavatory door for anybody coming and going. Right. That's 1A in that plane. <laughs> reverse. Yeah, opposite planes. Yeah. Oh. Just they. Because, you know, I think the only airline that does it weird now is Southwest, where they don't do a seat assignment. They do boarding priority. Well, that's the next airline gimmick. We're going to flip it. So one sounds like it's good, but it's actually the worst seat of the airplane. Yeah. Yep. That's good. Well, that's fun, man. I'm excited for you. That'll be a fun trip. Um, Uh, Anything I need to put a bet down for you? You want to bet some ponies? You want to bet on some sports? I'll give you you 20 bucks. You want to bet on, you want me to, you know, I can put 20 on red or black or I I can put. Yeah. Although then I'd only win. So I'd have 40. Yeah, you'd have 40. Okay. Or I could put it on if you're, if your Philadelphia Eagles are still in. Ooh, yes. Wait, when do you leave? uh, This Thursday. Yeah, well, they'll still. They, oh, yeah, they yeah, they play, will be in. Yeah, by, they yeah played, so they play the yesterday. NFC Championship next week, Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. If you want to put some money down your Eagles, I don't know what the going odds are. Yeah, I kind of do. I'll be spending some spending some time at the sports book as I always oh, do. Nice, because I always justify it this way: if I win a modest sum at the sports book, 
on a long-term bet. So like if I go there, I'm, I'm going there in January, and if I go and bet on like the baseball season mm-hmm. on a World Series long shot, like let's say a 30-to-1 long shot. Now, because at this point, like your bet is going to be worth more in the long run. Right. right. So if you put down 40 bucks now as opposed to 40 bucks on opening day or 40 sure. bucks at the All-Star break. Yeah, odds are always fluctuating. So if right. I put 20 or 40 bucks down on let's say like a medium long shot now, a team that's going 30 to 1 now when they start the season pretty good, mm-hmm. those odds move down to 10 to 1. Your money's not as good anymore. Yeah. So if I get in early money, I can justify my return trip Back to Las Vegas because hey, I just won like three hundred bucks. I got to go back to collect gotta it. Go collect so it, we yeah. better we might as well make a trip out of okay. it. So so that's Wait, my so long game. Collect that? Any? You have to be there. I think to you have to be there. Actually, you know what? I don't know that. I shouldn't say that for sure. Huh. That's my only justification for wanting eh. to do it. All right. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll go back. I'll I go think, back. I feel like we. <laughs> I'll go back to collect like fifty dollars <laughs> worth yeah, of winnings. Right. Yeah, yeah. I spent three hundred and fifty to get out here. Stayed for two <laughs> days in a hotel that cost me two hundred. Yeah. I collected. Fifty dollars. Hey, savvy businessman. Yeah, and here. then I lost forty at the slots in yeah. the airport. Yeah, so that happened. That's, a, that's next a good week. investment. Very good investment. Yeah, it's sound. Well, speaking of investments, I had to. Uh, I had to go to. Um, I have like a t- twice a year meet with like the the four hundred one k the the accountant guy that yeah he used to like do all the taxes and everything. Ron, you know Ron. Absolutely. So Ron has Ron has been a big help. Like. Because now that we're married, we're combining accounts and everything like that and figuring out like, okay, well, we want to start saving for or we want to make sure that our retirement savings are in order because like my biggest fear is that I'm never going to be able to retire. What's, what's that goal date? Uh, 65, I guess. 65? Yeah. Cause the, so the retirement, the 401k type of thing we have at our work now is like they invest in funds for mm-hmm. you and they yeah. have like they're based on your target year. Yes. For retirement, so I didn't know if you had one of those or if no, you're no, just no. saying 65 in general. Yeah, just 65 in general. Um, so I m- met with him, and it's basically just a state of the union where he sits there and says, "Okay, here's what you invested this past year. Mm-hmm. Here's what I," and he makes recommendations like, "Oh, th- this would be a good idea, or maybe try this." And uh, he's very helpful, and he is a he's a, a conser- he's conservative when it comes to saving. So I was always curious because there's been so much in the news about uh, Bitcoin in the last couple of months. Oh, yeah. I said to him, I was like, is Bitcoin like a serious thing? Somebody in your position, like mm-hmm. you and all of your a financial you know, plan, other financial people, do you got, do you look at Bitcoin as a serious thing? And he said, oh, yeah, I have some Bitcoin, which blew my mind that he had invested in Bitcoin. And he said, Damn. yeah. A couple years ago, I invested a hundred dollars, and it's worth seven thousand dollars now. No way. Which, I mean, it it's not like you, it's not retirement money, but I don't know if you make seven hundred times your investment any with anything sure, in a couple of years. Yeah, definitely. But he, um, I was like, because I kind of want to do it, and he's like, oh yeah, I have an account on it's uh, Coinbase. I think is like the main cryptocurrency trading. So you make an account on a website. Make an account. And then obviously, this isn't it's basically traded. it would basically be like yeah if you were uh, if you wanted to trade on the New York Stock Exchange or like you have your account like if you set up an account with Charles Schwab or whoever right, right. then you can yeah and then you just log in and you, like if you're a day trader you can log in and be like oh yeah I want to buy some of this uh-huh. get some you know sell some of this 
well, this Coinbase apparently is like the the main uh, merchant for doing that. So he's like, yeah, I have some, I have a little bit of Bitcoin, a little Litecoin, a little Ethereum. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the hell? How did so, we all miss the boat on this? But he said, he's like, yeah, you just have to, you have to look at it as gambling money. It's right, money, because it could go belly up tomorrow. Money you're willing to lose. Yeah. So I think I'm going to do it. You're going to throw, now, now do we need to do, now how much are you thinking? You're talking like big money you're putting into no, no, it? No, Okay. No. No, I'm thinking maybe, like he said, 100 bucks. I'm thinking right. maybe $50. Maybe we should make a podcast bit cryptocurrency account. Isn't it crazy? Like, didn't it, wasn't it like 19000 one day, and yeah. then the next day it was down to 12000 mm-hmm. That's nuts to me yeah. that it can fluctuate that much. I wonder what it is right now. Current. Because obviously, it's, so it's not traded on like the New York Stock Exchange. No. So I don't quite understand what causes the fluctuations. Well, all I know right now as we sit here, one Bitcoin equals $13,328.10, U.S. dollars, of course. Now, So you would buy point zero 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 two oh, yeah. of a Bitcoin. Yeah, exactly. If I wanted to buy, say, $50 in Bitcoin... Yeah, it's point zero zero bitcoins. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even like it won't even calculate it. Um, wow. Let's see. Yeah, so if I spent a hundred bucks, I would have point zero one bitcoin. So you're um, looking at getting in literally six years too late <laughs> yeah. to the cryptocurrency trend yeah. in hopes that it now takes off again and goes up to uh, you know twenty thousand. Exactly. I mean, if it does, say it gets up to 50000 then I have a decent little return on my investment. Right. Then again, uh, the next day, it could all be gone. And But mm-hmm. I, I told myself, and I, I think I talked about this on the radio show the other day. By the way, apologies if things get talked about on this podcast and then on the radio show. It may seem like that, like, in this case... This podcast is being recorded on a Sunday. It's not released until Tuesday. Right. So there's a very good chance that it, on Monday's show tomorrow, some of this could be talked about. Apologies. I hope everyone understands that. I think everyone does. Hopefully, um, yeah. But, I haven't seen any complaints about it. No, no, no. But I, I hate I hate whenever there's duplicate stuff. Right. But um, so, yeah, if I read an article earlier or later last year that said, if you had spent $49 on Bitcoin in 2008, you'd be worth a, you, it would be worth a quarter of a billion dollars now. So Jeez. I decided that if you got out, I decided yeah, exactly, if you had sold it like that day. So I decided that every new cryptocurrency I hear about, I'm just going to spend 30 bucks and buy it and put it in an account and then I will retire because I'll be super rich in like 10 years. Now when what? I have when I have like 50 billion dollars right. worth of Dogecoin or whatever. So, <laughs> so you said it's at thirteen thousand whatever. Thirteen thousand three hundred twenty-eight dollars and ten cents. Where do you think that would rank it in terms of highest stock price right now? The New York Stock Exchange. Um, boy, I don't know because I know that the, I know that for a while Apple was like the most valuable, valuably traded company, or Google, mm-hmm. or something like that. And I thought that they were around like somewhere close to that, like fifteen to twenty thousand dollars. So it's got to be pretty high, right? Say top ten currently, or at least according to this link. And I don't know if the link's fully current. Mm-hmm. Um, Bitcoin would rank as the second most expensive wow. stock, only behind 
uh, Warren Buffett's financial oh, um, Berkshire, they, Berkshire Hathaway, Hathaway. Yeah. which is one hundred and fifteen thousand dollars, seven hundred and fifty dollars per share. One hundred fifteen thousand. So it's second, but not even close by eight times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, second would be Seaboard, or I'm sorry, third behind Bitcoin would be whatever is Seaboard. Seaboard at two thousand six hundred and sixty dollars. Wow. Okay, and so then, I was way off. And with, then something like, called NVR, mm. Never and NVR, which is going at $703. Now, granted, this might be uh, a little older because this shows Google at $618. Oh, wow. See, I thought that companies like Google and Apple were in like the couple of thousands or tens of thousands of dollars. They might be. Yeah, th- that is out of date because in 2017, Berkshire Hathaway is up to $247,000 a share. <laughs> Seaboard four thousand ten dollars, uh, NVR which is two thousand one hundred sixty two, Priceline Group, Priceline Priceline like. Group. So they must own it. So they own okay uh, subsidiaries, Booking, Kayak, Priceline. They own all of them. Do they really? Apparently, yeah. One thousand nine hundred and three. Okay, so I'm looking at the current value of. Oh man, I was so far off. Apple stock one hundred seventy seven dollars and nine cents. So Alphabet, which is, oh, how much was Google. it? I'm sorry, hundred seventy-seven dollars and nine cents. Okay, so yeah, Alphabet, which is Google, is up to nine hundred and fifty-eight dollars. What? Yeah. So yeah, Jeez. Bitcoin. But I wonder what if you put Bitcoin as a legit tradable asset. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling it would dive so fast until it balanced yeah. out. Because no, the one, knows, no one, one knows what it is, what it is, where it comes from. Yeah, and it's unregulated, which scares people. Mm-hmm. So it's probably best traded in the bowels of the internet the way yeah. it is currently. And that's why it's like, uh, uh, like I said earlier, it's just gambling money. It's money that you got to be perfectly willing to lose. Yeah. So please do not take any stock or financial advice from your friends here at the Stephen Kyle. Yeah, podcast. apparently not. AutoZone. Let me introduce you to the newest cryptocurrency, Stevecoin. Hey! Yeah. Would you like to be the first investor? I would. I would like to buy all of it. Okay. That's now (laughs) KyleCoin. No. Sold. Uh, Unexpected. AutoZone. $709 a share. That is not that surprising because I get, uh, they, they advertise very heavily and, uh, they must make a ton of money off of it because every like every month I get an email from some radio industry trade magazine and AutoZone is constantly the highest advertising client in, in all of media. See, I will never understand because so I see things like Facebook. What is Facebook trading? Isn't it like 40-some dollars? Facebook's like an affordable stock. But now I see Chipotle. Okay. $471 a share. Uh, Facebook currently is one uh, just ahead of Apple, $179. Really? Okay, but still, a third of Chipotle. Hmm. That is a Mexican burrito joint. They make good burritos. I mean, they had some of that, that you know, whole problem. Salmonella and the whole problem with that, but, you know, I didn't. it didn't affect me, so I was good. That's great. I, I guess I'll just never understand. I'm probably better off with Bitcoin, too, because yeah. Let's do uh, it. I don't understand the site. Let's do it. Let's get in on this. All right. Got the show diabetes account, yeah. The show cigar account, which don't even get me started on that this week, oh. Mike. Yeah, and now the show Bitcoin account, so we can retire and do this podcast at our own leisure. 
Coinbase.com. Coinbase is the world's most popular way to buy and sell Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Litecoin. Now, what's now? Should we start with one of the side coins? So, because if you figure maybe Bitcoin's bubble would be the first to burst, right? Because it's the yeah. biggest. What is an Ethereum going to run us? Probably eleven thousand. Uh, current car our value. Of and then we got to hit the we got to hit the fast five. Oh yeah, we definitely do. Okay, current value of Ethereum is uh one thousand two hundred ninety dollars and sixty one cents. Maybe uh, maybe we go with the we go with the Ethereum. Or do you want to start with going? I'm going all three. I'm going. Whoa! Like diversify that portfolio, (laughs) Steve. That's a wise business decision. Thirty bucks here. Yeah. Forty bucks there. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna give myself one hundred dollars to spend, and uh, it'll be maybe thirty three, thirty three of each one. Yeah. All right. So that way, like ten years from now, I'm gonna have a book out, and it's gonna be called "How One Hundred Dollars Changed My Life." And it'll be and, and then the subtitle's going to be and made $200. <laughs> Cuz you're going to see a $100 here cuz you're going to be like, "Oh, I got to get out." Oh, the sell, sell, sell. Were you sell, the sell. type of guy that when you would watch Deal or No Deal, you'd see the offer and get like $63,000, but there was only one briefcase above that? Yeah. Sell. You sell. You got to right? sell. That, that that was the most frustrating don't be, don't thing. Be greedy. No, that's the that was the dumbest thing about that show was people seeing one case above the offer, mm-hmm. one, and going like, oh no, I, no, that case is going to be a bajillion, like the no, one I not. have. Like, no, it's not. It's five dollars, and you're going to feel like a fool when they hand you a crisp five and laugh at you on the way out the door and enjoy their advertiser money. Oh, man. Oh. All right. Well, uh, now if we when we become millionaires, yeah. From uh, Bitcoin, Litecoin, and Ethereum. Sure. Are we still doing the podcast? Yeah, we're going to have those nice mic arms. Oh, yeah, we'll have like golden microphones You're like Rush. You're darn right. We're going to tap on them every... Well, maybe we'll do it live from Sandals, Jamaica, Steve. You ever oh, been there? Uh, yeah, you know, come to mention it. I've come, heard come nice things. About it. Yeah, I have I have been there on my honeymoon. Huh. It's quite a place. Yeah, romantic, I hear. Very romantic. Yeah. Uh, great time to yeah. search for deals on garage door openers. Get your online grievances aired. Yeah. And uh, any home purchases made. Yep. Yep. That's what Sandals uh, is for. Calling my plow company to leave them very mean messages. I hope they send you a follow-up, like a feedback form. And you're in, you're in the comments, you're like, real nice place to get business done. and then it's in the next pamphlet of theirs (laughs) yeah like that'll be it'll be like the beaches are beautiful or quote the beaches are beautiful donald from wherever houston texas (laughs) steve from michigan real nice place to handle some business thanks sandals for the calm environment to fire off email (laughs) thanks thanks for the wi-fi uh all across the resort so yeah, okay. So by next week, we will both have uh, Coinbase accounts, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, right? Mm-hmm. You're not gonna do it. You're not gonna. You're not gonna dance with the devil. Maybe. I, I was talking about some of those issues at home uh, that have caused uh, sleep issues mm-hmm. and sickness. Well, that's also a financial issue as well. Okay. That's uh, putting a uh, maybe maybe put a strain on the Coinbase account setup. Well, this week. You know what a good way to make money fast is. Oh! Oh, you're right, Steve. If I get in on the ground floor, and now the ground floor is obviously the $13,000 floor. (laughs) 
It's only going to go up. Well, you don't have to buy one Bitcoin. No, no. You but can like, invest five bucks. Right. But what I'm saying is, is that it's at some of its lowest in mm-hmm. a while. Now, I'm just going to say that uh, that when I'm a Bitcoin billionaire, sure. me and the Winklevoss twins, Yeah. Um, but you're only a Bitcoin millionaire, I don't think we can still be friends. Well, yeah, you'll have 24 carat microphone, but you have to make sure mine's like 10 carat. <laughs> yeah. Garbage. Oh, what's that? What's that? Just garbage you put in your microphone <laughs> over there? Oh, uh, Ethereum just jumped over uh, just jumped over $1,300. Hmm. Yep. No, you want to jump into the Bitcoin world? I'll, I'll stick with Ethereum and Steve coin. <laughs> yeah, you, you're now the primary owner. Yeah. I, yeah, I bought the rights within one minute of ownership, within yeah. one minute of creation. All right. Well, it's good to know that we're both on our way to financial freedom. Um, I think we're going to make this work. I mean, again, there's nothing like jumping into a craze literally five to seven years way too late. Yeah. That's all right, though. We're gonna get. We're, we're gonna. We're gonna win. It's we're like gonna, you don't want to buy the first model of a car, no, like a brand because it's gonna have all the bugs. Yeah. Well, we wanted those first six years of Bitcoin <laughs> to get all the bugs out. Right. And by bugs out, I mean all of the profits, all, all the value. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've literally right. sucked it dry. Well, if this podcast ceases to exist really quickly, you'll yeah. know it's because we're moving to Sandals, Jamaica. Yep. You'll get a monthly episode. Can you live at a resort like that. What are they going to do? Kick you out? You're paying. No, I mean, like, if I just wanted to say, like, hey, just give me a flat rate. How much? Like, what do I owe you? Just Would to they give ne- you, like, a weekly or a monthly? To never leave. Yeah. Say, I want this room. I'll pay you every yeah. month. I'm going to I'm gonna do what I want to it, though. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm going to put up uh, new big screen TVs. Yeah, exactly. And, I'm but gonna I still l- want, like, singing people coming to my door. Yeah, I want, yeah, I want, uh, I want the bellhop to, yeah. to serenade me. Yeah. Uh, and I want normal size appetizers. Like, do you think you're, you're talking in the millions? Yeah, okay. absolutely. Like, if you if you calculated out like a per day fee for an all inclusive resort room plus mm-hmm. the all inclusive portion, which is what Sandals in Jamaica on the North Shore is. Yeah. Yeah, I I think you're easily in the what probably four hundred a day, three hundred yeah. a day. All right, so I just have to. I mean, I I need to buy some Bitcoin now. Yeah, you need to buy a Bitcoin. One one full Bitcoin. Full Bitcoin. Thirteen thousand dollars. Yep, and then hope okay. it hope it skyrockets <laughs> yeah. to that. Yeah, sure. I got that. No problem. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> Give me two. Yeah, right. Just put on the credit card. <laughs> what could go wrong? All right. Well, stay tuned for Bitcoin updates. Fast five. One two three four five five four three two one. Time for the fast five. I believe. I don't know. Sure. Don't. Stormy Daniels. I don't know who that is. Oh, boy. You haven't been following the big news, Steve. Stormy Daniels. She is in a uh, industry of pornography. Oh, of course. Yes. Yeah. That is uh, the, the, the porn star that supposedly was invited to a room where our now president was. Uh, what was the time frame on that? Are we talking? Uh, one. Oh, no, no, no. It was right before. It was, no, no, it was paid off. Right before the yeah campaign. it happened, I want to say it was two thousand six. Okay, because supposedly Melania was nursing Baron, their their new their son, mm-hmm. and the old prez just said, "Hey, come on by, got a real estate transaction." Yeah, for let's. You. We need to talk business. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this next one, uh, hole. Yeah, yeah. That's um, I don't think you can say that 
about other countries in the world. Um, just uh, that's just me. Mm-hmm. Not a good look. Whether you think that is true or not, um, it's better kept inside. Yeah, yeah. Just push yeah. that one. Push yeah. that one down. Push down inside. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about uh, the Golden Globes. Last week, yeah, the um, uh, what was the the pin that everyone was wearing was uh, times up. times up. Um, a little weird that somebody like uh, James Franco was wearing the times up pin. Well, turns out, yeah, yeah, but uh, boy, kind of awkward. Yeah, <laughs> what five accusers have right come forward Some, since then? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, David strange. David Letterman. Oh yeah, he's got a new Netflix series. Right? Yeah, I or didn't watch it, but so it's one. It's, it's an interview just like show. One episode a month for like eight months or ten yep. months or something. Yeah, uh, his first guest, President uh, Barack Obama. I'm interested in it because yeah. I, 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 I mean, I didn't watch Letterman a lot. My, I remember my mom always watched Letterman. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. So I, I think he's a pretty likable guy, and it'll be interesting to see him doing long form yeah issues interviews mm-hmm. whereas you know the the fluff piece like tell me about the new movie right right so. very i haven't watched it yet but yeah i've heard great things heard yeah. it was uh heard it was very fun and uh very informative okay cool i'm looking forward to, to watching that all right and lastly james franco who um probably well there's a lot of things he probably shouldn't have done one of them yeah uh ob- the obvious ones being um assaulting women well what well sexual well i don't want to say assaulting women uh well sexual harassment sexual harassment sexual (laughs) assault so the 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 main one main uh uh complaint was by i believe was his ex-girlfriend was girlfriend at the time where she said he forced her head into his lap in a car Mm -hmm. um the one thing that has given me a tiny bit of pause was like a follow-up on this one was a woman signed a contract to be in one of his movies years ago and agreed to do nudity in the movie and then is now complaining about doing nudity in the movie. Hmm. Two movies okay. on two separate. Yeah. It's just weird. Like, sure. Cause sure. It's not, a, not to, yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to, I don't want to get into the minutia of that or victim blame or anything right. like that there with all of these, obviously these are accusations. You don't right. some of them, I would say the majority of them probably 100% legitimate, but yeah, I mean, there. Uh, unfortunately, when stuff like this happens, there are also people that just kind of look at the, you know, look look at it as a payday. Yeah, and not co- to say not to say that that's what's happening, but yeah, and it comes at a time too where he James Franco's in the news. Uh, obviously, won the Golden Globe for the Disaster Artist, mm-hmm. won the Critics Choice Award for the Disaster Artist, but did wasn't there. Yeah, um, because he said he stayed home because he was. The rumor was distraught over these allegations. Yeah. So uh, curious we'll to see. see what happens with the Oscars. We'll I but mean, yeah, that, that is. Yeah, it, it's weird that it's another snowballing. Uh, it's weird that we're that we are in this um, like the the climate now where it's like an accusation is that's enough to ruin a career. It's done. Absolutely. And that's, that's scary. Um, it's scary that that's the climate that we're in, because if somebody's got a bone to pick with somebody. You throw out an accusation, and their career could be over. Right, and that—that's not right either. No, and it know? hasn't really come back to guys like uh, uh, Dustin Hoffman mm-hmm. outside of his interaction with John Oliver. Yeah, um, but another one came out this week of the uh, nursing, a couple nurses accusing Stan Lee. Yeah, uh, I saw who's that. Known as the the essentially the godfather of the comic yep. comic book industry, uh, Aziz Ansari. 
I, oh, really? I didn't yeah, see that yeah, one. I saw that this morning. It's weird because, like, I look at a lot of these guys and like, yeah, like James Franco has been known as a super artist and mm-hmm. just like you look at him, you know, yeah, kind of, kind of see that. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, honestly, it doesn't surprise me when I hear that anyone in a position of power took advantage of anyone beneath them. It it doesn't surprise me, and it doesn't make it right. Right. But I mean. Yeah, it's not. It's it's a shame that it's not as surprising as it should be. David Letterman, we talked about the new show. Yeah, um, yeah Netflix. It? It's, uh, here, it's called uh, My Next my Guest next Needs No Introduction. Yeah, I think something like that. So, uh, yeah, I hear great things. I can't wait to actually mm-hmm. check it out. If it, um, now, did you watch him much? Love Letterman. Yeah, love Letterman. Uh, hated Jay Leno. Hated Jay Leno more after the Conan O'Brien disaster. Oh, um, yeah. But yeah, was That's, never man, a Jay was, Leno guy. That's crazy. That, uh, that's like eight, nine years ago at this yeah, point. Can yeah, you it was like 2009, that? I think, something like that. It was right after I started with the radio Unbelievable. Show. What yeah. a crazy scenario. And so we went from Jay Leno, who is known, I mean, I might not like him, but is known as one of the icons of late night television. Yeah, exactly. To Conan O'Brien, who was respected for, among the comedy world for seven months. Wasn't back only to, that long. Yeah. Back to Jay Leno for three, four years. Yeah. To Jimmy Fallon. To Jimmy Fallon. To so comedian, 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 comedian. You know, over the years, All very Johnny Carson's yeah. program, you know, respected around the world as one of the, the the greatest late night talk show hosts of all time. To a guy who now is like essentially playing large form pie face with celebrities on mm-hmm. stage and yeah. calling it a late night talk show. Yeah. So to say I'm not a fan hey, would be an if, understatement. If people like it, that's great. You know, and if it's it's not for me, no. That's fine, but Leno wasn't for me either. No, Leno, yeah. It's yeah. just not for me, but in a different way. I miss, I, I would, of the late night talk show hosts, I, uh, David Letterman would be the one I would want to come back. Yeah. Uh, before that, the Golden Globes last Sunday, very politically charged Golden Globes. Yes. Uh, almost of, every speech and almost every, obviously, Oprah. what do they say? Every female except for three had black dresses on. And yeah. I don't know if the three just didn't get the memo or <laughs> what, or yeah. if they'd already bought a dress and like, well, I'm not returning it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the time's up movement, creating a legal defense fund for, uh, sexual harassment, and assault victims. Yes. Uh, was the main task of the night. And I guess it raised like $32 million. Yeah, raised a ton of money. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, very different feel. You know, normally it's self patting on the back type of thing at all these awards because that's what it is it's rich people saying you're the you're you were a really no, good rich person you're this last year no you're the best no yeah. you're the best here go have another free drink yeah. uh but this year yeah different tone with the uh harassment and uh yep. assault allegations mm-hmm. uh before that donald trump's remarks to uh about countries like what was it? what were the specific haiti, haiti and uh, african countries i believe were his references yeah, well he right? said haiti and africa yeah so I guess all African countries are yeah. included in that. Um, come on, like why? Why do we even? Why do? Why do people like take him seriously? Why is he? I mean, the problem is he says it in front of a room with his own staff. Yeah, Republican uh, Congress people and Democratic Congress members. Yeah. And then expects it to just not get out, and then denies it. And yet he denies it, even though his staff had already said it, mm-hmm. had already admitted it. Republican senators said it, and Democratic senators said, "Yeah, that happened." It's been multiple times confirmed. Yet one tweet of, "I didn't use any derogatory comments," 
Come on, mm-hmm. it's madness. Yeah, this this is another. This is just another thing that just screams of. I mean, this is more overt racism because then he said countries like Norway are good people or whatever. Right. So what's the difference between Haiti and Norway, Steve? Hmm. Hard to discern. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bad look. The climate, bad look. Climate is much different. This is like now. Do you watch John Oliver last week? You tonight? know, I used to, but I haven't watched it. I probably haven't watched it in three or four months. Well, he's been off since like December or, or mm-hmm. late. Well, he's this season. He's been doing a uh, whenever Donald Trump does something, he has a button that'll push. He goes. This is it, guys. We got him. And he'll push the button and a big banner will drop and yeah. uh, streamers will come down and everything. This would be another one of those scenarios. Right, right. And then he like someone comes in his ear and he, oh, wait, wait. This isn't the thing that's going to do it. Yeah. Listen, if making fun of a handicapped reporter, if... Uh, Calling everyone from Mexico uh, like criminals rapists. and rapists. Yeah. Yep. Uh, there's not going to be anything that's going to... The only thing that's going to push it over the edge of like, this is it, where he goes away is the uh, Robert Mueller Russia yeah. investigation. And even that. Who knows? Who knows? We don't know. We really don't know. He yeah. might not be fully lying that I didn't do anything illegal or no, I did anything illegal, mm-hmm. and nothing happens. Yeah. Uh, which leads us to the first topic, Stormy Daniels, the, I don't know, she's a current porn star, a former mm-hmm. at this point, uh, who had a rendezvous with Donald Trump in 2006. Allegedly. Allegedly. And uh, one month before the election... The same week, Donald Trump sat at a table and had a press conference with the accusers of Bill Clinton. Mm-hmm. He paid off, allegedly, $130,000 to Stormy Daniels mm-hmm. to not speak about this rendezvous in a Trump Tower hotel room while his wife, Melania Trump, was at home nursing Baron Trump, their newborn child. So how did who leaked this? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I think it was New York Post, one of the papers type yeah. of thing. Um, but, yeah, I don't know specifically. But, again, it's just another like his, you know, and at this point, because it's all allegedly, obviously. So it, you're not going to sway the supporters of Donald Trump by saying, well, can you believe he did this the same week that he sat there with Bill Clinton's accusers and say, can you believe Bill Clinton? Right. <laughs> because the way it sounds with this one is that it, this was all agreed upon with him and Melania. He can sleep around if he wants to pay people for it yeah, because I mean, Melania is disgusted by him, it sounds like. That, and that's fine. Like, if you have that kind of relationship yeah. where you're allowed to do that, fine. But you can't also – you can never comment on anyone's, right. on anyone else's relationships yeah. or transgressions at that point. And then the paying off thing, um, which now there's – there, it sounds like there might be uh, looking into if there was campaign funds used. Oh, yeah. To pay that off, which huh. would be a misappropriation of funds and illegal. Yeah, I think that would be. Yeah, I you would, think so. I'd be. I'd be upset if I you donated. Don't think, uh, if Bill, I gave a hundred dollars to a yeah. campaign and then I found out that it went to pay off a porn star. Yeah, you don't think Billy from Iowa and his farm, who just who thought you know prosperity was around the corner if he could get Donald Trump elected, <laughs> uh, you don't think his fifty bucks <laughs> thought it would go towards Stormy Daniels yeah. uh, hush fund? Oh, imagine if they could do like if you could pinpoint the exact money that went there like exactly yeah, i want to know where my 50 went i want to meet that person yeah and interview them yeah enjoy my 50 yeah for anything like yeah uh you're uh okay uh mary your 40 dollars went to uh a taco bar that they yeah. had <laughs> like they catered an I mean, event look every every campaign obviously there's going to be money that's oh, just stupid wasted yeah on stupid things but like i want to know hey did my 50 oh my 50 dollars bought seven 
nine foot long streamers. Cool. Yeah. For the victory party of when they lost. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Yeah. They're actually still in the net up in the ceiling <laughs> yeah, right. of whatever center it was. I want those damn streamers. <laughs> yeah, I me, paid for them. Give me the streamers. Uh, was that it? That was it. Okay. Fast five. Two, two, two. One, two, three, four, five, five, four, three, two, one. All right. My fast five. Uh, I've got a couple. Yeah. A few. Uh, a few overlap um, with the ones that were on your list. But first is Mark Wahlberg. Uh, you know what? I, I, I don't see the outrage against him. I don't blame Mark Wahlberg. Not at all. one iota. Um, I feel bad that he's gotten bad press for what happened when he did what Michelle Williams should have done to begin with. Okay, number two, Philadelphia Eagles. Now, this is on the list because I was texting back and forth with my brother yesterday who was at the game uh, where they played the Atlanta Falcons, and I sent him a text at the end of the game because they, the, the Eagles won the game. But it, they made it. They sure made it difficult. So I sent my brother a text. I said, "Boy, they really made it hard on themselves this week." And he said, "Yes, I'll take the win, but uh, this has to be in the Fast Five this week." The Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia Eagles. Hey, fly Eagles, fly on the road to victory. Uh, they are. Uh, so I've been trying to rank the remaining teams and who I can root for. Um, and the Eagles, before Carson Wentz went down, were were number one. Uh, but I have to be realistic. And realizing that they're probably not as yeah. good. Nick Foles is no Carson Wentz. Yeah. Uh, they're probably second for me now, or maybe third. Okay. Behind the uh, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers and the New Orleans Saints. Okay. Uh, next on the list, the ballistic missile threat. I can't even imagine the fear. Good God. I can't even imagine. So that somehow... Uh, we'll get back to it. And that's okay. why you don't live near the ocean. That was in uh, that was uh, in Hawaii. Was that yesterday? Yesterday like, morning, uh, yeah. like over. Okay. Um, next, whole countries. Huh. Yeah. Uh, it, it's not surprising anymore. And it, and it hasn't been for the better part of six to eight months. Isn't that crazy? The, this it's is our, the normal now. Yeah. It's our new normal. It's scary. And finally, Facebook's news feed. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, that was a nice one. Nice one right there. Um, at least they're trying to fix it. Uh, I appreciate them trying to do something a little bit different mm-hmm. instead of, you know, you see places like Instagram, just garbage. The thing Absolute that, garbage. That, so Facebook, um, they announced that they were making changes to their news feed. Basically, it's going to feature the things from, like, friends and family before. Yeah, more than your pages that you like. Why... Haven't they just like for me? I just want it to be a chronological feed. Exactly. I want to go Everything. on there. I want to go onto Facebook yeah. and I want to see because by default it it sets your like if you go to your timeline it re- it sets it to top stories, which is awful. And if I want to know what is current, I have to change that to top. most recent. Yeah. Yep. Why can't that just be an option? I know. What, because it always switches it back. I, there's no reason that I should go onto Facebook and see something that I posted four days ago yeah. that has no new likes, no new comments, right. and have that be at the top of my feed. I just want everyone that I follow, everyone that I'm friends with, or companies that I follow, I want it to be a chronological feed. Yeah, Twitter maybe, is the same. Maybe Twi- I'm in the minority, but like, I don't want someone else to determine what is important to me. Mm-hmm. I'll just, I, I think I'm good enough at determining yeah. what i like and what's important to me instagram is the worst offender are they because I don't, I, yeah i barely use it I, I i don't i've had one post in like a year and a half on there but i i look at it sometimes 
and I follow you know ESPN and Sports Center. So when I'm scrolling by and I see a sports score from four days ago, mm-hmm. how is that not, relevant not to me today? Relevant. Because your algorithm says otherwise. It's frustrating. Yeah. Now this article says Facebook might lose about twenty three billion dollars after the announcement of their change in their news feed. It doesn't make any sense. It's I, better for it, I thought. Well, they're yeah. I I guess that um, but they're going to lose because. Now you're telling all the companies that use oh, Facebook you're not going to be the priority. You're not going to be the priority. Gotcha. Anymore. So yeah, their their share fell four percent with hours Eek. within hours of the announcement from Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, Mark. So, but yeah, I feel like they're they're legitimately trying to do a do good. Mm-hmm. But they, hmm. pro- yeah, it's what does Mark cash out and just? I mean, what, what else do, you have to do, man? There's already rumblings that he's going to run for some office in 2020, yeah. which he probably will. Probably. I think that 2020 is going to be uh, like we're going to have Vin Diesel, The Rock, yeah. <laughs> Oprah, Oprah, and Mark Zuckerberg. Those are going to be our candidates. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Why don't you just throw Scooby Doo? Yeah, in no there? kidding. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I guess we'll see what happens with Facebook. Uh, boy, I really feel bad with all the money that they're shucks. Yeah, it's a bummer right, for those. Before people. that, uh, S Hole Countries. We talked about that. Oh, that was your five already. Yeah, yeah. Facebook's news. Huh. Yeah, yeah, the the uh, the country remarks um like we said sad that that is it's the new normal. N- n- like what fifth in the most offensive things he's probably said in the year. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see a full list. Just so <laughs> right, we can like go, a rundown. Just so we can go back and A rundown and like, of oh. faux pas that yeah. he has made like verbal and ins- racist and insulting things. Yeah. Okay, we had the ballistic missile threat that was in Hawaii. Was it on the? Was it all of Hawaii or just uh, the main? I'm assuming it was just because yeah. it's all compact yeah. enough that it was probably the threat uh, for everybody. Yeah, received. somehow they were doing a basically like a test of the emergency alert system. Yeah, and somehow sent out a message that went to like all TV, radio, phones, mm-hmm. saying that there is an incoming ballistic missile. And to seek shelter immediately. This is not a drill, can is you, what it said. Can you imagine that? Can Un- you imagine ugh. looking at your phone or you're watching, you know, you're watching the news and all of a sudden that crawl comes across the screen? How does that happen? How? Right. Because so many things had to go wrong in order for that to happen. Right. Like one, somebody had to say, like, okay, so, yeah, you have to test the system. Why are you inputting specific data <laughs> yeah. that says... Okay, okay. Uh, hey, uh, Rob, type in, yeah, there is a ballistic missile on us. Yeah. There is a ballistic. In route. Why not, for a test, do you just put in, like, the old thing, like, this is a test of the emergency alert system. This is only a test. Yeah. I mean, so you're talking, cars were abandoned on the highways, mm-hmm. obviously. People were pulling uh, sewer manhole covers to off. get in. Wow. And hiding under there. Come on, first of all, very stupid. I think a missile is going to at least penetrate the street. Probably. I mean, let's be honest. There's what not you, a. What do you do? Because you're you're talking about a place that you know Hawaii doesn't have basements because of the ocean, right? What do you? I mean, if you don't have a bomb shelter, a, what do you do? Just get on a boat and you just get on a speedboat. Yeah, and just like I don't know. Do you do like what they told you in like the 50s and 60s with the nuclear, like just crawl under a desk? Yeah, exactly. Like, what that's, are you going to do? That's the equivalent. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. What a screw up, though. Terrifying. Somebody should get fired for that. That's another government employee on, oh, my, but on my Steve's, list. Steve's jump against the government <laughs> continues. He is angry. Oh, get him out. 
there. Yeah, come on. What are you doing, man? Uh, before that, we had the Philadelphia Eagles. They defeated, um, they defeated Atlanta Falcons. the Atlanta Falcons yesterday. 15-10 to 10 in one of the uh, ugliest games you'll ever wasn't, see. Wasn't great. Eagles um, Eagles kicker missed an extra point. Yeah. Um, yeah, just not a very exciting – I mean, I guess a somewhat exciting game. But, man, as an Eagles fan, I, we were sitting out. We were out for dinner last night, and that game was on at the bar that we were at. Man, just kept looking up there, and when the when the Falcons were like fourth and goal, yeah, on the two yard line with a minute and ten seconds yeah, left or something, I'm thinking if they like if they get in the end zone, this game's over yeah. because there's no way that the Eagles are marching down the field, right, eighty yards or whatever, and scoring a touchdown. Yep, it was uh, an ugly game. Um, I think they said that was the first game ever. A number one seed was the underdog mm-hmm. against the visiting yeah. number six seed. That was well. It makes sense because they were a number one seed because they their had quarterback. Yeah, they had their quarterback who was knocked out a couple weeks ago. But man, for my money, that was uh, that almost had me fire up my sports betting account that I had online <laughs> really? to put money on because that yeah. was the easiest money I'd seen in a yeah. while. So yeah, they will uh, face now. It's the undetermined win? who they'll who they'll Correct. face. Winner, week. they'll be at home. It'll be the winner of the Vikings and the. Uh, uh, New Orleans Saints, which will be obviously all settled by the time people are hearing this. Yep. But, uh, yeah, that's happening in about an hour. All right. Uh, uh, by the way, my brother was at that game yesterday. He was wearing yeah. his Stephen Kyle shirt. Very nice. Um, still unexplained why we don't have those cigars. Who are they? The Fuente Don. Don Arturo Fuente, Don Carlos, Eye, Eye of, of the, the Shark, shark. 2017. <laughs> I don't need – no, I've looked on eBay. I don't. We don't need the uh, – you know, opus or anniversary editions, just whatever mm. one was last year. Now, why did we determine that he has to buy them and send them to oh, us? Oh, didn't say buy. I, I'll we'll pay for him. But he's the cigar guy who said he can get cigars. So we're gonna our best avenue we're gonna is pay eBay. For, we're gonna pay for the. Okay, so you want him to do? Well, the, he can probably get it for cheaper than what we found on eBay. Okay. I would hope. Um, oddly, radio silent. I'll tell you this right now. Uh, the friendship between me and your child <laughs> is over if I don't so, have a lead. So you are no longer friends with my nephew, Joey. Correct. My four-year-old nephew, Joey. Yeah. He's being blacklisted. He's getting punished <laughs> for the sins of the father and not getting us an avenue to get the uh, the Arturo Fuente Eye of the Shark cigars. Now, I know I, I can think- only hope that my the next uh, Facebook post, post from my brother is of Joey smoking a cigar. And it's the Arturo Fuente <laughs> Eye of the Shark. Yeah, now, I, we have another listener, too, who is sort of tweeting at me or tweeting at us about cigars. I think it was James, James DeRaid, I want to say, uh, was a big cigar guy. Well, listen, don't chat with me about cigars if you don't yeah. have a line. Yeah, get us a couple Fuentes, For man. me to get the 2017 Cigar Aficionado Cigar of the Year. Again, gl- gladly pay for them if it's reasonable. I'm not going to pay $60 for a cigar when I don't even know what I'm smoking. <laughs> right. But come on, damn it. Somebody out there knows how to get these, and I can't be more disappointed that I didn't get it. Hashtag Eye of the Shark. Please help us out. Please help us get these cigars. Yeah, yeah. Come on. We need them by next week. And first on my list was Mark Wahlberg. I think Mark Wahlberg, uh, if you're not familiar with the story, the, the movie All the Money in the World, Mark Wahlberg and... Um, Michelle Williams. Michelle Williams. They both starred in that, and that was the movie that Kevin Spacey was originally in. And then just weeks before its debut, um, who was it? Was it um, not Oliver Stone? Christopher. Uh, oh, the director. Yeah. Uh, the direct. Oh boy, why can't I think of the name of that? 
But anyway. All I know is the actor was Christopher Plummer. Yeah, the director decided, because Christopher Plummer was his original choice to oh, wow. to play in that role. Couldn't do it, or turned it down for whatever reason. Kevin Spacey then took on the role. Uh, Kevin Spacey, obviously, with all the allegations that came out in November about him, they decided, we're not releasing this film with mm-hmm. Kevin Spacey in it, because that's going to do, do more harm than good. So at this point, the the movie was done. Press it well past I mean, done, yeah. B- probably for months at this point. They decided, we're still going to release the movie in a couple of weeks, but we're going to bring the cast back, yep. reshoot every single scene that had Kevin Spacey in mm-hmm. it with Christopher Plummer. They brought everyone in, and over the course of nine days around Thanksgiving, they reshot all of the scenes, and the movie was still released on its original release yeah. date. Well, for that time, Mark Wahlberg, who was one of the leading roles in the movie, was paid $1.5 million. Yep. Which seems, I don't know, pretty fair, I guess. Well, he he essentially had said, his agent, I'm not coming back unless you pay me, which, again, you're paid to do a role. You're not paid to help cover up the studio's emergency yep. actor switch, yep. right? Now, Michelle Williams, for the same amount of work, was paid $1,000. Less than. So she yep. accepted an $80 per diem to do the to do all of the reshoots and from the I I saw a very quick quote of her saying she she was much more I think they they obviously took advantage of her because she was like I'll come back I'll do, I'll do any, whatever it takes do whatever movie. it takes because of the terrible alleg- allegations and mm-hmm. just wanted to help out in any way she could so she was paid like like we said less than a thousand dollars. Mark Wahlberg was paid $1.5 million. Okay, so you can look at it and say, boy, they both, or uh, Michelle Williams sure needs better representation. Yeah. She's represented by the same company that represents Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, it's a bad look on a lot of levels, but Mark Wahlberg getting the heat is not fair. Um, no, I don't think so at all. It's a guy who, he, listen, he knew what he, I, I would negotiate for more money as well. Sure, he's he is... He's a paid actor. Yeah, he and he's there, one of the top actors in the world. And he's there to, you know, he gets paid well to do to do his job. Yeah. Um, the person that he uses to make those negotiations mm-hmm. made a negotiation. And I would assume that he has no idea what, Not his job. what Not his someone res- else on yeah. set makes. I mean, he probably knows, but he that is not for him to be concerned about. Right. If somebody else is only getting $300,000 or, in this case, $1,000, I mean, yeah, he could he could say, no, make sure you pay them more. Right. And I think there's a, definitely a conversation to be had about the, the pay gap. But the, I think the, the onus is on the, the company who represents them sure. that made a terrible, terrible mistake. Yeah. By letting Michelle Williams only get paid a thousand dollars, so the so Mark Wahlberg receiving a lot of heat. So yesterday, uh, decided to donate the full one point five million dollars mm-hmm. to the Times Up Fund in fund, yeah. in Michelle Williams' name. <sighs> That's very nice of him. And I know he doesn't need the one point five million dollars, yeah. but man, you know that it was all external pressure that was like, hey man, this heat's not going away. People yeah. are pissed at you for taking the money that was negotiated yeah that you should have been yeah paid. yeah that's and it probably looked worse when michelle williams just because i'm sure they called said hey we want to do this oh sure i'd do anything for the movie so the mm-hmm. studio probably took that as she's on board well Wahlberg yeah. said uh nine ten days somewhere overseas or whatever over a holiday 
Well, that yeah, and, pay me for my time. Well, that and I mean, it's not like that's the guy's only job. No, I mean, he's I'm working sure, constantly. Yeah, yeah, he's not a yeah, he's not a guy that's doing like a movie every five years, right? You know, unbelievable. So, yeah, I think that the uh, good on him for for donating that money. Sure, I think that's great, and I, I think that, like I said, there needs to be more talk about the the wage gap. That yeah. is, I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah, but yeah, he shouldn't he shouldn't get as much heat. No, I feel bad. No, I don't feel bad. Mark Wahlberg's <laughs> going to be fine. Oh, man, I feel bad that yeah. Mark Wahlberg had to give away a million and yeah, a half. I don't his... think anybody's going to not hire Mark Wahlberg anymore. Oh, what is Mark? Oh, I bet you he made, here's my guess. I would bet he made 40, oh, you're going net worth? Net worth, yeah. Oh, okay. $210 million. Oh, come on. Of course, every article... How much is uh, Mark Wahlberg? Forbes. Okay. According to Forbes. Now, what did you say? 210 is my guess. 210 million. You're way off. Really? Yeah. 68 million. Wow. Yeah. I guess, I mean, yeah, I guess just because he's made all these movies doesn't mean it's, you know, $20 million going in the bank and sitting in the bank. Yeah. But I just thought, you know, maybe there's some of those residuals from the funky bunch. That's true. That maybe were growing interest. Yeah. I mean, uh, that <laughs> that sweet, good vibrations cash. Yay. Yeah, I, you know he gets that residual check. He definitely every does. month, and it's yeah. probably like eighty-five bucks. Oh, I bet it's more than that. You think so? Yeah, I bet you there's months where it's higher. Or if it gets used in a movie, it's obviously going to spike or something. But yep. I mean, on the regular, you know, eight months out of the year, it's probably a couple hundred. I don't it's know. Got to be. Yeah, he's got to make a decent amount off of it. Can you imagine just getting like an extra thousand, like fifteen hundred bucks a year for a song you made in nineteen ninety two or whatever yeah. it was. Like, oh, and and then he actually gets a breakdown like, oh cool, the 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 jam squad on <laughs> like Power One Hundred in Tuscaloosa played our song four times. Yeah. Well Sweet. it turns out that that's their Friday song. <laughs> right. right. And they play it every Friday. Yeah. Hey guys, Friday morning seven thirty. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up we got Marky Mark on the game up for sure. <laughs> Yo, it's about that time. <laughs> oh, oh, I hope I hope that that happens. Somebody somewhere. has to use good vibrations as their <laughs> Friday song. Hey, everybody, want to get your weekend off to a good start? No better start than good vibrations. Let's let Marky Mark take it away. <laughs> All right, that's about uh, it's about that time to yeah. break forth the rhythm and the rhyme. Close up shop. Yeah, I feel like all I did was bitch during the beginning of this episode. No, no, it's that. funny. It's uh, at this point, it's a running thread about how you have massive issues uh, with any business you try to deal with, Steve. Yeah, sure seems like it. So hopefully, um, by next week, everything will be resolved with my snowplow company. I won't yep. have to bitch about it again for another hour. I can't imagine it will. Seems like bankruptcy court. Is in the immediate future for pro skate. Like that's oh, going to be for remedied the, for the company for uh, <laughs> amateur robes, amateurs robes. <laughs> right? Yep, yep, exactly. Okay, well, we'll talk to you next week. But in the meantime, you can download, subscribe, and review the show in iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, and Libsyn. Oh, special thanks to uh, podcaster Leslie. She was out at the uh, oh, my Decatur. side my side gigs live show in Decatur the other day. And uh, had her Steve and Kyle shirt on. We took a picture together. She was fantastic. The whole she, show or just you two? No, no, just us. Okay. Because yeah. I know the uh, the rest of the show has some apprehensions about yeah. taking pictures oh, with the shirt. I, I actually meant to. Uh, I was going to get uh, one of the one of the cohorts from that show on the air this morning on our on our podcast this oh, morning. Oh, really? He requested to be a guest. 
uh, because of an incident or like some Twitter backlash that he's gotten due to our podcast. Hey, nice. Yeah, so he he wanted uh he wanted to be on to explain himself. I don't know. Well, maybe. In that case, yeah, maybe we'll have him on. In that case, we might as well just get him in here. Oh, he won't come here. Oh, hit other him. side of the tracks. So. Yeah, hit him like us. Okay. All right, we'll talk about it. <laughs> maybe next week. Yeah, maybe, maybe that'll happen. Yeah, maybe next week. Maybe we'll call him. I don't know. Yeah, you know what? This is our schedule. Our show. Yeah. You know, I'm not busting down your door, you know, 6 a.m. on Tuesday <laughs> on your little your little project. So leave us alone. All right, you can follow us on Facebook at Stephen Kyle. Or, uh, no, I'm sorry, on Twitter at Stephen Kyle, Facebook.com slash Stephen Kyle. And uh, that Snapchat, still there, still Still have that account. Username Steve and Kyle Pod. We're we're currently squatting (laughs) on that username. We definitely are. But uh, have a good week. Talk to you next week.